Rad. Better to get the worst. <laughs> yeah, dude. O- open up with that. Open up with that. Open up with what? <laughs> with the. Uh, Ra- are you recording? <laughs> yes, I'm recording. <laughs> oh. God damn it. Yeah. And thank you for being late, assholes. Well, not Beer Mug. Beer Mug was here. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Dave. We said 7.30. Yeah. Now, B-Team listeners, this podcast is going to be a half hour shorter than it would be. <laughs> you know what? Because Dave was f***ing late. I thought I thought it said 7.30, but I thought, no, I, thought I, I said, said 7.30. No, I, I know. Like, no, I know. Okay. I, I was like, was it 7.30 or 8? I was like, oh, oh, well. Well, listen. Okay, at least, 5%. Uh, at least you were like, oh, well, about it. Yeah, this uh, is not really important to you. Least, listen. No, good, no, no, no. Good, here's, good, here's, good, good work, Dave. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You guys don't have a girlfriend. You are the like, worst employee of the year, by the way. <laughs> uh, by the way, it was weak, and I think it was well-deserved. It is. It is. And I take that And honor. I think you're going to win week after week, jackass. <laughs> I hope. But what? Your lady didn't let you leave? Well, she... No, no, no. <laughs> what happened? No, no, no. See, this is, this is, this is how it is living with someone who, uh, who's like, I'm going to go work out. Okay. At 8. I was like, oh, perfect. I got to be there at 7.30. So we'll wake up and, you know... And then we have tandem parking. So she's like, I'll park behind you. We went out last night. Oh, so. that's the worst. Yeah. So she's like, I'll, I'll park behind you. So that way I have to get up and go at the okay. same time. So we get up. I get ready. Hey, let's go. Oh, I'm not ready yet. Okay, cool. Okay. I walk my dog. Come back. Ugh, I'm almost ready. I was like, fuck. Here we go. Uh-huh. So it's 7.45. And okay, we're ready to go. <laughs> so Okay, hold on. Hold on. But you, you, okay. Yeah, yeah please. You right. can- you f- Jackass. You can take her car keys and move the goddamn <laughs> Really car. easy That's, solution. That's annoying. So, oh my that. God. <laughs> Jesus, I don't want to do that. Oh, I don't want to do that. You are man. so lazy. I don't want to do that. Listen, I, I, I do that at, at 5 o'clock in the morning if I have to because I have to get Again, to work. Again, you don't care about the B team. No, listeners. I just knew that no. you guys were working on something and uh-huh. I was like, ah, I have time. It's not, It takes me 10 minutes to get to work. <laughs> I know you guys are busy working I on other that. stuff. So I love it. She's like, let's, ah. Let's extend their day a little bit longer. Hey, Whoa, Dave, shut up, bugs. For me, Dave is right. For me, I always have something else to do. So it's like, okay, I was a little annoyed, but I had, I finally got Hulu working. So I was, oh, pull, I, was pulling, I was pulling drops. See, if it wasn't um, for me, then you wouldn't have those working. Yeah, well, thank so, you. So, so thank I you, actually, Omar. You thank for, me. You forced me to figure out what was wrong with my Hulu. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I finally got that working, but okay. Uh, yeah. how's, how's everybody's uh, holiday prep going? All right. <laughs> that seemed fake. <laughs> holiday prep for what? For the holidays, for Christmas, for New Year's, oh, for the holidays. You haven't shopped at all for ever, anybody? Nah. Are you kidding? Yeah. Dude, I went, uh, I finished, so I had two little items to buy yesterday. Dude, and I, I got to admit, man, I am the man when it comes down to shopping. Cause, Can you shop for me? Can so, you shop for me? Well, for the most part, <laughs> I don't know why people think shopping is such a huge ordeal now that Amazon is is available because that's the best. Now Walmart and Target are also offering and be them by the way offer offer free shipping, 2-day shipping without having to pay the prime $90 oh. rate. Yeah, so so they're trying to one up Amazon. I don't I mean, you know, Amazon's such a huge thing, you know? I mean, I don't think Amazon they're ever rules. Yeah. So it's such so, so easy on Amazon to buy Christmas presents, but I did have I, I forgot we're doing a Secret Santa with uh, my brother-in-laws and my sisters and yeah. stuff. So I had forgotten that I needed to buy Two gifts, and uh, I hit up my sister in law because I'm um, I'm in charge of buying uh, a gift for her boyfriend. He was in it as well, and uh, she was like, "Okay, this is what he likes. The store's here." So I look up at the mall. It's like, "What's the closest way to park?" And then I find parking there. I just go in and I buy. I see something, and uh, the mall was packed, by the way. But I was in and out and got what I need uh, in ten minutes or less. I, I was at the mall, and it was packed. 
And I'm, I just, I was thinking when I was, you know, uh, driving home that I'm the f- man. <laughs> it's, just, it's like, you know, because people don't know how to shop. They're like, oh, would you like this or this, this? It doesn't matter, really. You know what? Because gift receipt, mother effers. You know what I mean? They can return it if <laughs> oh, they don't so like it. So I got make something them waste that I their thought. Time. No, I got something that I think they would like, okay. but people over, over, overthink it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. The gift receipt. They're going to go back if they don't like it, and that's going to take care of it. People put so much uh, pressure on themselves to find the right thing that it loses its fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I have fun when I do this. I don't think it's a chore. I like doing it, and uh, yeah, people just need to chill the f out. But so, yeah, all my gifts were already uh, pretty much done two weeks ago, three Jesus. weeks ago, something like that. Uh, I still have to bring your uh, your gift mugs, I but can't I, ha- wait. I but I, I can't have wait it. to see what it is. And my Christmas cards are already done. I just got to hand them out and uh, mail them out today. Uh, what yeah. else? See, I'm the Omar loves Omar. Christmas. No, I do. No. I love Christmas. Omar loves Christmas. He loves it. I love it too. But I live for the thrill of last minute shopping. I oh, live for the thrill no, I of hate, going I to the shopping oh mall on Christmas Eve when the shops, when the, all the stores are closing at like eight. Yeah, and I'm yeah. there at 7.30. That's like shotgun presents. Yeah. Like, oh my God. That's hey. like panic, panic shopping. Panic <laughs> by the, shopping by the is way, the best. Didn't you one year, didn't you forgot to buy the Kevin and Bean morning show presents and you stopped at a CVS? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You, so you stopped at the CVS in the morning. What did you get us? Oh, I got like, it like gift I got cards Kevin or? like a back massager. <laughs> uh, I got Omar like a hot dog maker. Oh, nice. Something like, oh, it's one of those. Like, That's toast, pretty good. It's like a, a toaster oven where you put your hot dog and your bun in and I it like pops that. up and it's ready. Was it a, was it a Coca-Cola one? I can't remember. Because I have one in my garage. Of the hot dog one? Yeah, the hot yes, dog one. Yes, it was. And it was a Coca-Cola yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I saw, Omar I saw, loves Coke. I saw, I do, yeah. He loves everything Coca-Cola. Yeah, totally. I mean, like Was Coca-Cola, that a hot dog maker or a popcorn maker? I can't remember. It was a hot dog maker. Yeah. I have both, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Dude, I live I, there's, for that. There's nothing I, I, I love. I, I, oh, Panic. That's not <laughs> That's not fun. It's just like it's just like Kevin Ryder's a method of ordering at a restaurant yeah. when we're in a big group. <laughs> you just wait until the waiter gets to you, you're like, ah. and you're like, oh, and you're forced to panic, panic order. order. Yeah, no, I, I like to wait to the last moment, and just be like, I don't see what's on Amazon. You then, too? Yeah, I don't care. Dude. But and but then, now, and then, what is it? When we're recording this, it's the nineteenth. Now yeah. you run the risk of not getting it on time, oh, unless, no. dude, I have Amazon of a bookstore right next to me that sells a bunch of Amazon product. Okay, and I have an Amazon pickup, so like, like it's like a locker but a store in Westwood okay. so you go like if I order something right now it'll be at the store tomorrow and I just go and pick it up really yeah it, it, but that's not for all items it's, it's faster than the two day yeah. right oh it is it's, it's no for, it's not available for all for items most of, most of the really? stuff yeah, yeah. and it's, it's like an Amazon locker where you just walk up and you're like hi my name's this and you show them a little barcode and you're like hmm. cool there's your there's your locker and you go bloop and then pfft, Pops out. Oh. Wow, it's crazy because you have to in your app. You go, yep, I'm coming to pick it up in 15 minutes, and then wow, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, my girls had their uh, winter recital on uh, Sunday, uh, and uh, it was it was it was cute, you know. So <laughs> yeah. you know, um, but afterwards we had the family over for dinner, and uh, I had I had the the biggest compliment on my Christmas lights. Uh, they, oh yeah! They, By the way, yeah. we, we need to see a picture of those lights. I need to get a pic- get you guys a picture. Yeah, um, because uh, someone asked. We replayed your your Christmas bit where yeah. where you're talking about how you like to have the big lights yeah. and stuff like that. And, yeah. and someone's like, "Where's the picture?" I was like, eh, "That's a good point." Yeah, I need to get you guys the picture. Yeah, it looks amazing. But yeah, they they were they were all calling me Griswold. <laughs> <laughs> I took that as a compliment. Hell yeah. I was like, "Hell Why, yeah, yeah, dude!" Why, Clark ba- Griswold. You're bad on vacations, or no, what? no, man. I just want to light it up, and I'm filled with Christmas cheer. And then the next thing I'm doing, like, here's the thing: I love my wife, but my, my but my wifey is not really into going. She's fun. 
and she's she's Christmassy and all that. But, I'm feeling Cassie already. But yeah. but 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 I think she she gets a little annoyed with me because with everything I do. And you guys, you guys know me. Yeah. Do I take everything I do to the next level, like overboard? Well, because this I, is I, what I will, she said to me. Like You're passionate there, about it. There, there's yeah. a way to describe someone. Chill isn't one of them. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, You're like, like it ought to be like, oh, like, like Dave, he's chill. Like he's whatever. <laughs> Like Omar, not chill. Very, very passionate. Like about you know, you. whatever you're into, you're into yeah, it. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, so. but uh, I saw an episode of Nine One One, the Fox show. Yeah. And I thought of you because this guy had his his light display, mm-hmm. and another guy had a light display next to him, and his was getting photos, and he was handing out like oh. coke. And I go, oh, that's Omar. Yeah. And then they're taking photos, and the guy's like, no, why don't anyone ever take photos of my house? And then he goes, I'll show them. And he went up to the roof and. Put up a big blow up uh, snowman, yeah, and uh, and it knocked him off the, the roof, and, <laughs> and he fell down, and everyone's like, "Oh!" and and his wife's like, "Oh, they're taking pictures of you now. Are you happy?" And he's like, "Best Christmas ever." That's you. That's that's funny. you. You you can't be showed up, and you're like, "I need to see like you need to see my freaking." Uh, but I do it for my. Display. But for me, it's like uh, you know, I don't do it for other people. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like to get the compliments, but yeah. I, I really, I really take pride in. Doing something and stepping back and like, oh man, that's that looks amazing. I'm really happy the way that turned out, and I did that. You know, Dude, what I, mean? I don't even want to decorate my Christmas tree. Really? I'm like, Dude, I don't have to, you do it. You, you enjoy see, it. My wife is I that. Know. She does that. She does that with the kids. Yeah. The kid, because uh, let's be honest, kids don't know how to decorate a Christmas tree, and I get infuriated because it doesn't look how I would do it. So I was <laughs> like, here, a real tree. You guys didn't know fake. What's fake. your theory on decorating though? Because you just put balls everywhere, and then like the the, the special. It's do you have special fine. ornaments? No. Oh well, well now. Now, by the way, uh, since the kids were in preschool, we have all little kid ornaments oh, that no. we put Do on they the make tree. Them? Oh yeah, and oh yeah. Are you and like we, hey, we, you know, no, no, the kids, the kids don't know. I mean, <laughs> we, we, we have a kid. Yeah, and, and you know, we put them on. I there. was a kid, man. I you know. know, we put them on. There. I know what I made. <laughs> However, but it's not, but it's not like the crappy. I keep cussing, <laughs> but it's not like the crappy stuff that we um, that we did as as kids. Yeah, that's, it's that's what I'm way thinking. fancier. No, no, I'm they actually like have macaroni and stuff. No, 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 no. <laughs> they have like like ornaments, and uh, they have. Uh, oh, what did this teacher do? This teacher had a little five by five like piece of canvas, and they got my daughter's handprint and put it on there, and made a little uh, like Rudolph decoration to hang it. I mean, they're pretty pretty impressive nowadays. Nice. Yeah, they're they're definitely not as low rent as they were when we were kids. For yeah, sure. there's only one tradition with my tree that I like mm-hmm. and that's every year we go to Disney and Disneyland and they sell ornaments and they write on them oh okay so we, we write something we go pick an ornament and write something from the year like a phrase or something from the year that that we have and that's it's six years now that we have it on our trees but now we have okay. six freaking Disney bolts on our trees so what phrase what phrase is this year uh, we haven't decided yet Ah, let's, yeah. let's come up with some mugs. Yeah, well, uh, it has to be something with oh, me my, and my girlfriend. My so. girlfriend's uh, car is in the way. Dead ass. Just like, uh, you know what? Dead ass. Happy 2018. Oh, have, dead a, ass. have a dead ass Christmas. There it is, dude. Because <laughs> I was going to be like, oh, my girlfriend's car is in the way and I can't move. <laughs> Will that fit on an ornament? Dead no. ass, dude. I like no, dead ass. All right, dead ass Christmas. Like, low key dead ass Christmas. It's a dead ass Christmas. There it is. Dead ass, it's Christmas. There it is. Yeah. That's you how know, you use it. Because your girl's really hip and down with it. Yeah, she's down with the kids. Yeah, she's down with the kids. No, no, she's above AF. Yeah. You know, she's dead ass. Dead ass, though. Dead ass is way above. That's all. Hey, uh, I didn't get a chance because I was DJing a holiday party uh, on Friday, but tell me something about the intercom uh, radio. uh, Radio Radio.com, Omar. Sorry, whatever. 
Um, tell me something about it because I saw this picture of you guys humping on each other. We weren't humping. We were having a prom photo. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Yeah. It looked like, like candy it, cane. it looked like yeah, yeah exactly. He, it like Muggs had a big erect candy cane. Well, because you he were was like happy snu- I was behind him. <laughs> you were snuggling really closely. I was kind of close. Yeah, I, you I looked were. at it. I was like, oh man, that's uh, my hands in a nice position. But how was the party, Muggs? I was in your end. Uh, I got really, really drunk. You did? Shocker. Was it free booze? <laughs> there was. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. They gave you, I they thought gave it was going to be one of those bogus things. Yeah, well, you got two tickets and that's it. Yeah, they, they gave you tickets, but the bartenders at Boulevard 3, they knew it was up. They oh, were nice. cool, man. Okay. They, I, I don't know if you came into the smugs, but like at one point I kept putting tickets down and they forgot to take them. So like, all right, cool. <laughs> and then like they just never took them. And I was like, eh, all right. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's, they, they were cool. That's great. So you just tip them out at the end. And, you so know. yeah, it was at Boulevard 3. Boulevard 3, a uh, really good cover band called Flash Pants performed. Yeah, 80, what, 80s covers? 80s, or, yeah. yeah, 80s covers. Everyone thought the singer was beer mug. <laughs> no way, yeah. really? Yeah, because wow. he was fat and he had glasses <laughs> and he had like a like a little bush. All I know is that he was thrusting his pelvis. <laughs> a oh, lot. oh, dude, there's because uh, they sent out a, a link to all the photos that the photographer took. Yeah, which were terrible photos. Uh-huh. But, but one of the photos was going up his shorts. And you're like, oh, that's close. You really? Some junk right there. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. But it was funny. Everyone's like, is that mugs? And I was oh. like, no, no, mugs is right there. And they're like, oh. Hey, um, since we're talking about Christmas and uh, K Rock, hey, I just want to give uh, the B Team listeners another heads up that Christmas morning we're Woo-hoo! gonna have uh, a K Rock family Christmas. It's gonna In be your ass. Uh, <laughs> nope. from uh, six a.m. to noon, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be basically K-Rock a bunch Christmas. of K Rock jocks, uh, you know, requesting their favorite holiday music, holiday greetings, and it's gonna be hosted by us. So uh, we're gonna be on the air Christmas morning. So hope you guys get a chance to uh, tune in. It's very exciting for us. It's it's funny because they are definitely just scraping the bottom of the barrel because nobody else wants to do it you know i'm just like who wants to do we it came to them, on like, christmas morning yeah, they're like oh <laughs> yeah sure yeah that's sounds good Why not? Right. Yeah, we exactly. were just gonna play music but go for it which yeah. is funny because um i have carte blanche on what what i'm playing nobody like miles the music director asked you hey well what are you guys thinking of playing and then you're <laughs> all like ah stuff that's in the av and they're like okay yeah and they don't care yeah, we're, ske- we're scheduling care. everything you're yeah. scheduling everything yeah so i mean i yeah. i program everything out and uh, i think it's gonna be a fun show so i hope you guys uh, are able to tune in uh, 6 a.m to noon christmas morning hang out with the b team it is a k-rock family christmas uh, one thing that i wanted to do and i wanted to help out the b team listeners because i do have one holiday gift guide because uh, kevin and bean did their holiday gift guides and i thought they were all whack. I mean, I think I thought they were all stupid. Like beans. Uh, what was his? Like uh, you get a piece of the moon or some crap. No, or... it was a time capsule that actually a lot of people were interested in that. One. Okay, well that was yeah. that was it that was, was a time stupid. capsule that was like that went from the past fifty years, like but different sounds. And stuff oh like no, that. it was. I tuned it. I tuned out. And then <laughs> and then Jensen with a six hundred dollar cat litter box. By the way, that cat litter we saw it at the at the kit the uh, cat con, dude. Yeah. It's dope. Dude. Listen, but it's six hundred dollars. Who's gonna give somebody Listen. a six hundred dollar litter box? Let me answer the question for you. No one. Rich people. No one. Rich people. No, I don't think White so. rich people. No way. Really think, rich people. I, I think, you know, the 1%. If, if you're rich, you're buying that don't for yourself. Man. You're not buying a cat litter box that's $600 mm. for anybody else. It's a dope litter box. I, I'm not doubting that because, you don't because I've seen it. I get it. You know what I mean? But I'm not, I'm, I'm saying you're not going to buy that for All right, what's yours? Like, what's yours? Like Jay-Z's buying that for his manager who has cats. Exactly. Yeah, totally. There you go, you rich know? people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mine is uh, if if this person doesn't have this appliance- and it's it's very affordable now. I mean, you know, I mean, a plunger. Uh, no, <laughs> oh. I think uh, the instant pot. Okay, if this person, no if this one wants person, to use a yeah, oh, dude, 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 dude. And uh, I, I oh. vouch for this thing because 
it's made my life a tremendous Dude. amount easier. Okay, so yesterday my wife forgets uh, to um, we, we we have this app called the Cozy app, right? right. So we write uh, what who's in charge to prepare dinner this evening oh, nice. and what's happening. Who's taking the girls to uh, dance on this day it's or practice schedule. on this? It's exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And it gives us notifications on our phones. So if she makes a change, a uh, notification pops up on my phone. So we're always on the same page. So this time yesterday um, we did. She never uh, put who's making dinner. So so the girls uh, went to dance. She took them, and I was in charge of dinner. And I hit her up. He's like, hey. Do you want me to make something really quick? I want to make some fish, broccoli, and some brown rice. And um, making brown rice, I'm never a fan of because brown rice is like typically kind of hard. It's dry. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's dry. Yeah. In the Instant Pot, not only is it only 20 minutes, but it comes out perfect every time. 20 minutes? Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. it takes like 10, 12 minutes to make rice. No, it takes 20 minutes to make rice. It takes 20 minutes. I don't know, man. Oh, I'm telling you. I make, I'm telling you, I make, I make, I make rice, rice every day. Dave's oh, no. arguing with the guy Listen, who actually- Listen, I cook almost every day, Dave. I cook every day. Boom. Blue apron. Boom. Oh, Instruction. Hey, oh, no. Boom. They, you, you do it in the microwave. Minutes. No, in a pot. Well, what do you, what's, your, what's your recipe? Because I guarantee you, you're doing it wrong. No. <laughs> this is our instructions okay, tell me. from Blue Apron. Okay. It's, it's one cup of water okay. and then one cup of rice. Boom. No, it's it's two parts water to one cup rice. Perfect. That's the way perfect it is. every time. 12 minutes, perfect every time. Okay. I, I, every I'm, time. I, 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 I'm, you're wrong uh. on this. You're totally wrong on this. Eight minutes. It's, too it's, long, bro. No, no. You're totally That's wrong on this. That's why it's dry, bro. Whatever happened. <laughs> no, it's, but you're we're, making, we're discussing but, rice recipes, but are, by but the are way. are you making white rice or brown rice? I White rice, brown rice, jasmine rice. That's okay, not brown so, rice? So, so, <laughs> so what, so wow, that's what started it all. So what's, what's uh, the, the prep time for brown rice? Because brown rice takes longer. For brown rice, it does need a little more water, mm-hmm. but it's more like 14 to 16 minutes. Yeah, and, oh, and, and you you're, put, making, you're making it wrong. Oh, you're making it wrong. No, whatever I'm, happened? You're totally to, making it wrong. Whatever happened to uh, uh, minute Again. rice or whatever the hell it was? Again, like rice and running. Yeah, rice and running. This I don't is know. interesting. We're talking Uncle about rice. No, but the Instant Pot <laughs> things are cool because I was at uh, 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 Whole Foods. They have a whole section for Instant Pot recipes, and so does Ralph's. It's it's they amazing. Have they, have book, the, they have cookbooks for it, right? and now oh they have a, a, yeah. a, a first they had a couple of cookbooks. Now they have. Ton, a ton, and things are just so you could prepare whole meals in this thing. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's amazing. So now you could get a six quart one for around 70, 80 bucks. Uh, it's a little steep, but say if you want to buy, you know, your mom something or your wife no, something, is a good, you know, what I mean, cake. it's yeah. it's amazing. It's not a six hundred dollar cabinet. Exactly, you know, what you, I mean, you know what's uh, you know what's pretty dope now too is have you seen the air fryers? You know, I want to. I want to research more on Those these, dude. but I, I, so have you? Uh, my friend, them? yeah, my friend Smiley made us uh, chicken wings for football. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. dude, they were really good. So this and, is and something. It's, it's, it's so it's Randy, not. Randy deep has fried. that. Randy. R- really, your Randy, best friend Randy. <laughs> my best friend Randy has that, and he makes like everything in it. Really, dude, yeah. it's it pretty good. I think you need one, and it's healthier than deep yeah. frying yeah, because you're only using air, like a like a tablespoon of oil, right? Not even. I don't even know. You don't even. So it's just hot air. Yeah, you just throw whatever because you use the natural. Oils of the food. Okay. Throw it in. Boom. Really? Yeah. And it was okay. crispy, like it was crispy on the I outside. Saw, like, there, was a, there, the was a, there was a lot of them that were on sale, like a Costco and Kohl's and stuff. But yeah. I haven't Dude, done I, I've seen them around. Like he told me that he got one, and I was like, oh, cool. He's like, they're so good. You make the chicken wings and oh, a like, bunch of other stuff. Yeah. And I, he made some. I was like, this is pretty good. No, I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah. This 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 uh, portion of the B team brought to you by the air fryer. <laughs> yeah. Or um, Instant Pot, whatever. You, yeah. have, you have one, Mugs? A holiday uh, gift guide? Uh, Well, it's funny. I don't because I'm like I said I panic shop <laughs> so but my uh, mama mugs and I were hanging out and she said that 
she like she never actually says what she wants for Christmas. So I like I said, I, I panic shop for them. You buy her Dodger gear. Uh, that would be a. I, I have. I didn't have. you once? Didn't you get her? I got her K Rock check. But that was for me. Let's be honest. That was for me. That was that was. <laughs> Did she keep it? Uh, she still has it. I, I never wear it. it. I never wear it. That, that's. I would. I don't know what I was thinking. Was I, what were you thinking? Because that was an you know expensive was? jacket. Okay. It was like you know a Letterman's yes, K Rock Letterman's jacket. Leather. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because no. in high school, I always wanted a Letterman's jacket, but I was never big or good enough in sports, so I never got one. Really? So I, I was like, huh. I was like, you do? Oh, for wrestling? For football? Oh, oh wrestling. wow! Look huh. at Dave. Well, not me. And baseball. Yeah. Wow. wow. So uh, no, I, I got her daughter stuff. But you know what? My mom asked me. She she wants. Uh, she dropped the hint. She's like, "Hey, if you're uh, looking for a Christmas present, twenty three and me." I'm like, "Oh, oh really? Dude, I'm gonna get that. The I'm gonna get that for." Thing? I'm like, "Oh, that's cool. Interesting." So, so I'm gonna get her that. I'm gonna get my dad. I'm gonna get them both. So now I could, I could finally find out <laughs> what the hell end. I. Which I, I have. This my is gonna dad, end so bad when my, Mugs finds out he's not the reason. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm Jamaican. Yeah, yeah. Watch. <laughs> that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, your mom because Mugs didn't find out that his mom was, was married. previously married. Yeah. And so, how old were you? Uh, thirty-two. Isn't that crazy? Did your dad know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Because that's 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 pretty huge. That's being pretty, married that's, to somebody else—that's something to, you know. What I mean, to find out. Yeah, yeah. Like, but even crazier, which I would, it could still be like if they had a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't think they did, right? But you don't know. I don't know. I mean, when she told you that she was married, but like, how did that come about? By the way, um, I think after I got married, it kind of like came up in conversation. Oh, and really? She, and she kind of just dropped it on me one night, and she's like, "Oh, you know, I was married before your dad." <laughs> That's crazy. I was like, "What?" So, was that was that a hint though? Like, hey, you know, if this one doesn't work out, don't worry, you're good. Like, <laughs> like well, you can find happiness. Yeah, I it, it's it was very surprising, but uh, yeah, that's so I'm gonna get them 23 and me. That's cool. That's a good. That's yeah, a that's good cool. Gift. That's a good gift. That's a good I just need, because not only does it provide you with the background of where you're from, but it doesn't it provide you like medical information. Like you're prone to heart disease so. and like well, yeah. that sort of information I, too. I think right? So yeah, yeah. And so, right now it's thirty percent off until Christmas. Sweet. Boom. 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 Like this, this B team episode brought to you by Twenty Three and Me. And it's the Pots <laughs> and Air Fryers. All right, <laughs> know who you are. Come along now, take a ride with the B team. Let's get together. And take a look behind the scenes Talking about, talking about Kevin and Bean Come on, let's start the show Everybody grab your Vaseline The B-Team Yeah! The B-Team The B-Team Oh, that's right The B-Team Baby! That's right, this is the B-Team Podcast My name is DJ Omar Khan The Imaging Director of the Kevin and Bean Show Alongside me, we have Dave the King of Mexico The producer of the Kevin and Bean Show Up. And we have the one and only only muggos. <laughs> by the muggos. way, by the way, can we can we tease? Yes, what, what's, we can. What's happening on yes. Christmas morning? Oh what? yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, Cause, yeah, because it's, it's super funny. In that Christmas morning episode yeah. uh, featuring us, the B team. There's going to be a new Christmas Muggos track. Yeah, there is. Did you guys record it? Yeah, we just recorded oh, it. I just got to master it. So while I was you know, taking my time to get here, you guys were done recording. Oh, that See? Was about I gave no, you plenty no, of time. We, were, we did that <laughs> I gave you plenty of time. We did that in the 6 o'clock See, hour. I didn't, have, I didn't nope. rush you. Nope. See, we did so. that. We had that in the can. I was All standing right, cool. by for you. You're welcome, guys. And there was You're no welcome. Dave here. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, so we have that to look forward to, which oh. is going to be amazing. Amazing. So on this B-Team episode, we're going to go through a couple of your afros. We're going to get into Bean Gets a Christmas Doorbell. Um, and we're also going to get into inbox if we have time because Dave was late. 
um, which is actually, uh, we have a request uh, of uh, people want to know how we started talking to the Pollies, Linda Polly and, and Gerard Polly. Oh, I don't know. That. So, yeah, yeah, I dug up the information. Nice. And uh, we, I also, if 98%, we have, everybody. <laughs> yeah. And we also have uh, uh, Listen to the Angels if we have time. So, because it's a song that actually no, we're gonna have samples that. Linda Polly, and we gave it to Moby. And Moby, big, what? you know, DJ and producer. Time, right? yeah. Yeah. Still, he's still big, but yeah. Yeah, he uh, took the sample and he made a great song. You never was heard that this? on a Christmas album? Like, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was like Kevin yeah. Bean's I've last Christmas. Heard, I never heard it. It's good. It's really good. We're going to play that. Oh, and that's uh, awesome. we ha- also have um, a special guest. We have Hot Carl coming in. Yeah, Hot Carl. <laughs> AKA Jensen. Jensen's going to come in and we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, <laughs> yeah, Gerard. We're going to take a- talk a little bit about, uh, you know, him being on the Kevin and Bean show and how he feels a couple of months in. And uh, I want to know how he, like, broke in. As Hot Carl, like oh, yeah. into the music industry. We'll, we'll, we'll try to cover as much ground as we can because we're limited on time, and we all. I Dave. mean, the guy has a very, uh, <laughs> the guy has a very interesting uh, career and very interesting story, and he has so many different facets and so many zigzags uh, that it, it, it would be impossible to uh, cover, cover all one in episode, one, yeah. one episode. So hopefully, maybe a month down the road, we could uh, you know have him back in and we could discuss you know maybe just one portion because this dude is not only like a comedian. He's a he's a battle rapper. He's a uh, he produces TV shows. Writer, uh, writer. Yeah. yeah. So he does a, he does a lot of stuff. He directs. Married and, to uh, Topanga. Yeah. So uh, a, a lot of different things. So uh, I definitely a very interesting guy. Uh, great addition to the Kevin and Bean show. And I think we have a lot of positive response. So it's going to be uh, interesting to me to get this guy's insight of how he feels now that um, by all accounts is his dream job. So this guy has all these other jobs, but he says that this gig in radio is his dream job. So I find that uh, absolutely amazing when people get to achieve their dream jobness. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's a huge accomplishment. So I can't get, I uh, can't wait to get into that. But now we're going to get into uh, a member of this, and we're going to um, see uh, how being passed out on Christmas Eve. Member, member this, member, member. Was I talking really fast there? I felt like I was all coked out or something. Again, was, not, chill. Like, I'm not, I'm not chill. I'm not chill. I'm not chill. Passion. Love the passion. Love the passion. Yeah, love the passion. Yeah, love the passion. <laughs> I was like talking a mile a minute there. Uh, okay. Did you so coked? Yeah, I know. I, I should have. I don't know. Maybe it would have chilled. It chilled me Snip out. Snip it. <laughs> Snip it. All right. Uh, I, have, I don't remember how or what happened here, but let's get into this. For those of you that don't know Bean, he's, uh, he's a strange person. He yes. doesn't like people. He's right. moved to an island. Right. He lives by himself. Yes. Uh, he has a wife, but we don't think he ever sees her. <laughs> and um, he doesn't like uh, parties. He hates gatherings. He doesn't like fun. That sounds right. And uh, <laughs> apparently he told us that he, he, he passed out on Christmas Eve. I did. He That's doesn't true. drink or do drugs. That we know. Well, he does the scissor. We know he does that. That we know of. So how does he pass out on Christmas Eve? How does that happen? Well, He's I accident rem- prone. Somebody roofied him? First of all, I'm not accident prone. First of all. So Dude, second of all, you get hurt all the time. Second of all, I did fall down. You think Bean really believes he's not accident prone? Oh, yeah. Yeah, just like yeah. he believes he's like healthy. He, like, like he believes he doesn't <laughs> yeah. have Asperger's. Or, yeah. or do you think he kind of accepts that I, now? I think he accepted I him, that now. I heard yeah. him say something about it could be it's shame. part of my 
my Asperger's or something. Yeah, he meant, he, he said something. He says it really sly. He said it on the air though, right? Yeah, yeah uh, I don't know on air, but maybe in yeah. In the room. There was something. Yeah. I was just like, what? Bean's actually coming around to kind of like yeah. you know faces uh. Aspergerness. Aspergerness. <laughs> yeah. Second of all, I did fall down an entire flight of stairs <gasps> and practically break my hip. Wow. That did happen. <laughs> awesome. And you're not accident prone when you. I'm fell not down accident the prone. <laughs> Look, here's here here my whole thing. I'm not accident prone because I've been to a, one hospital in 25 years, and that you don't was when have I was to in go that to a hospital to have scooter an accident, accident want, when I broke my to, foot. Do you want us to go through the list of how many times you've hurt yourself <laughs> in ways that no other human could? Yeah, but I, I've never hurt myself seriously though. There have been minor inconveniences. Did one you actually ever throw out your means. back putting on your pants? And have to be bedridden. Did that ever happen? I do have chronic back trouble. While we were in Florida at the Super Bowl, which he missed. Have you ever walked down a flight of stairs and smashed your head into an overhang to the point of almost concussing yourself? Oh, I did actually. I did get knocked out that time, too. That's true. Have you ever fallen down a flight of stairs? (laughs) On Christmas Eve, I did do that. Now, go to KevinAndBean.com, and you can see the beginnings of what turned into a far worse bruise than it even looks in that picture. But the picture is up. And the reason we brought Uh it up today is because there's a lot that happened after the injury after I fell down the stairs and almost broke my hip. It's so funny. I don't remember this at all. Do you guys? Uh, he fell. I thought, that, I thought this was the bit where he fell on the heater and By uh, the toilet, right? Yeah, oh, where, toilet. where he woke up, where yeah. he woke up and he, <laughs> he got injured waking up or something. Yeah, yeah. Where he he got up too fast and yeah. then uh, he felt he passed out and fell down and, and he broke a rib. Broke a rib. He yeah. Broke a rib. Nope, yeah. This is it. This, this is, is something time. else. Oh my god. <laughs> Right. I don't even know about because I, I became unconscious very shortly after the thing happened. Oh, I and hope they drew what... penises on your forehead, <laughs> oh. permanent marker and stuff. I don't think so. Because that's what you're was... supposed to do. Oh, but it was heal just... in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> it was just Donna and me. We were the only ones at home. Oh, so like none Donna of that... wouldn't put an eel in your butt. <laughs> none, of that. Sure none of that happened. So let's bring my beautiful wife, Donna, onto the Kevin Bean Show for the first time in 2011. Um, 2011. <laughs> Hi, Hi, sweetheart. Thanks. How are you? We need a 2019. Wow, one. those are huge production values you guys have. <laughs> <laughs> We're not exaggerating when we say Bean gets injured a lot, in, and in weird ways. Right. Oh, okay. Can I just say that my mother, for Christmas, just brought over like a package of Owies, which are these cute little Band-Aids. Love it. And within the first five seconds, he was bleeding, <laughs> and we had to take a Unreal. picture of him wearing an Owie. I do have an Owie. So. On that All right. So, take Take us back. Take us back to Christmas Eve. I fell down the stairs for no particular reason. I wasn't carrying anything. I was just. I was barefoot. And let, I, let me ask a question right here, Donna. Where were you in the when? Basement. When, <laughs> in the basement. Sure, that's where, where you, you live. Are. When Bean <laughs> fell down the stairs, where were you? Were you perhaps right behind him? No. Okay. She was giving me a hand. Just checking. Oh, yeah. So. What happened after I fell out of the stairs? Because every- you think Bean bangs like just like like he's just a monster in in the sack. I try not to and think he tries about to play it off. Oh, I, I bet not- you he has this like you know because he's like super dog. He has this huge dong and he just takes Donna to town, dude. <laughs> Passionate. Okay. So not what chill. happened after I fell out of the stairs? Because everything after <laughs> is that going to be my thing now? Not chill. <laughs> not chill. I don't like that, man. <laughs> so. What happened after I fell out of the stairs? Because everything after that is foggy. I do remember standing up, and I do remember being grateful that it didn't seem like anything was actually broken. It was actually kind of funny because I was making dinner, and all I could see were your feet coming through the, the hallway. It was just feet kind that, of horizontally. That's awesome. And Bean is six foot six, so, you know. Those are some big, big feet. Guy. Yeah. He falls 
a lipo. Let's face yes, it. Yes, he's I mean, accident prone. 99% of Marty's job is keeping Bean from getting hurt. Yeah, so Bean gets hurt so easily. That's our man's life. All right, so what happened? How did I end up passing out? I don't even remember what the details were. Bean, you fell down the stairs. Uh, so it's Christmas Eve, and we're about to have our amazing Christmas Eve, you know, time, like we do. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so Bean falls down the stairs, and he starts having a panic attack because the pain is blinding. Oh, that's the other thing about Bean. And let me just butt in here: is that he's a little bit of a girly man. Oh, he's an think, he's an exaggerator. So if it goes from oh you know, my God. if it goes from eighty degrees to eighty-one, it's the hottest thing he's ever felt. Yeah. Nobody's ever fallen before. Every five-year-old in the world has right. fallen before, right? right. He's got so, the pain threshold of an infant. I mean, and so he, he really is. He's like an eight-year-old Japanese girl. So he starts bawling so, like a girl. He falls like a big girl, and he cry, 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 and he's in No pain has ever been bigger pain sure. ever. Right. I'm sure, you know. And then did you hit him with a pen? Is that how he blacked out? <laughs> I, I was really tempted, but instead I said, because... You know, you you keep Xanax around the house usually if you fly a lot and right. I fly a lot. So we have Xanax in the house, but we didn't have my Xanax. We have Tater Tot's Xanax. Now that's your dog. That's our dog. <laughs> Why does a dog have Xanax? A really good idea. Uh, this might be a dumb question, but I don't know what Xanax is. Like what, does it, what does it do? Yeah, calms your anxiety. Is this over the counter stuff? No. Or? No. Oh, you have okay. to you have to get it prescribed. Oh really? So oh, if yeah. you if you fly a lot, you take Xanax. Then? Yeah, if you have anxiety of fly uh, airplanes. Yeah, but. A lot of people take it before they fly because it not it knocks you down, but it it's addictive. Really, it's addictive. What, yeah. how, have you ever had it? No. Oh, you? No. Uh, I've had I've had it. What's it make you feel like? Just does like, it, it zombies you out? Yeah, I don't like that. No, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't like that. Okay. Take your dog's medicine. <laughs> Wait, what? Why does your dog have Xanax? <laughs> well, because she's like twelve, and and she, and she has she anxiety just, problems, Kevin. <laughs> By the way, yeah, I, I glossed over that fact. Yeah, the dog, why, yeah. The, why does the dog have Xanax? Know, Dogs that. have a lot of issues when with separation issues. So there's a lot of medicine that calms them down. Really? Yeah. Like, like a <laughs> lot of people. What the hell? Do the, yeah, you don't. Jesus, right, right I now, don't know. Right now, the big thing is CBD. CBD is helping uh, the dogs a really? lot. Yeah. Does your is your dog chill or Not, does she need it? No, she she. I I don't want to put her on her yet. She's, she's only three. She's like me. I'll tell you what. She's not. Yeah, chill. She's not chill. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Dave. Next time I come over, you're gonna definitely give Rhonda some anxiety CBD medication. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she has trouble going to sleep at night. Yeah. So she'll just be up all night until you know I'm in a ready to kill her. How I got a friend who can put her to sleep for good. By the way. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, okay. How much bigger is the dog Xanax than well, the human Xanax? It's kind of like. Four times <gasps> dosage. All right. So, um, you know, a little bit of Xanax is goes a long way. Bean's another guy who takes aspirin only every once Bean in a while. Yeah. never takes any. I don't take right. drugs. Such a pain in the ass. Right. So, so that's um, why you guys got together and either. said, hey, let's take the dog. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, he's like, seriously, the poor guy. Only hard drugs. <laughs> yeah, no, true. Honestly, yeah, no aspirin. I mean, I take uh, like uh, Dayquil because it feels good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's going, oh, my God, look at my head. Look at my head. It's turning black. And let's, you know what? It, it actually was. It was like turning Yeah, well, black. people bruise. Yeah, that happens. So, and he goes, he's like, I have to take something. I have to take something. And I said, well, take some Xanax. And he goes, he's like, well, how many? And I thought, you know, well, Tater Tot takes one. The whole bottle. You <laughs> literally, he outweighs Tater by, you know, 
eight times or something. Right. So take eight. I, I go maybe take two, but we weren't done discussing it, and he'd already taken two. Excellent. Oh my god! Like, literally, he goes okay. <laughs> he like That's throws the whole bottle in his mouth. That's really bizarre for him. He doesn't. Yeah. No. He, you, he I must was really, have really been scared. Yeah. But my understanding is, we go into the living room, we sit down to watch Friday Night Lights, if I oh, recall correctly. We're going to watch eating. Friday Night Lights on the DVR, and don't I pass out face in my food within the first like minute after sitting down after taking those Xanax. Yeah, oh you're still sitting up, but all of a sudden, he, the food is pretty much just hitting the, his lap and <laughs> all over the floor. He's spooning his food into the floor. <laughs> and I look over, I look over, and all of a sudden, he can't say words. He's like, nah, nah. Oh, you lucky, nah. lucky woman. I've been waiting for that moment my whole life. His mouth is wide open. Donna, did you get the video oh. camera? <laughs> his mouth is wide open, and our little dog, Yum Yum, comes running over. He jumps on the couch, and he starts eating food out of his mouth. Oh. <laughs> and I don't have any memory of any of this. Which I don't this remember this either. Yeah. With a dog in an open mouth. He's giggling, and the dog is like, nom, 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 nom. Oh, my God. And they're both all just making these little grunts. How, how is this not a best of? Was this not in the best of folder, Dave? No. This is amazing. Giggling, and the dog is like, nom, nom, nom. And they're both all just making these little grunty noises. Wow. I mean, it was so sad. And I thought at that time, I thought, I could take a video of this. Why didn't I? Because everybody was going to, like, if something should happen, the insurance company is going to go, Mrs. Baxter, did you drug your husband for the money? (laughs) And I'm going to have a really hard time explaining how the YouTube video got up. (laughs) You hold it until he's fine. Then you put it up. I don't think worked out really well for that guy who was married to, um, what's her name, Anna Nicole, when well, he took that video of her dressed like a little clown talking like, blah, blah. Right. That yeah. didn't oh, that's work right. well. That's so, true. <laughs> but when I when I passed out, and I don't have any memory of even sitting yeah, down to start eating or watching TV, and then Yum Yum's eating out of my mouth, I don't remember any <laughs> of that. Oh my God. He ran up the stairs. He fates Face plants into the bed with his his knees on the bed, <laughs> like in downward facing dog and yoga oh, with his man. ass in the air. He's out of it. This is like a TV show. That's when you put the eel in his and butt. And he's yelling, he's going, can't breathe, can't breathe. I'm like, roll over, you're on your I'm so disappointed in you, Donna, that you didn't grab the video camera. That's awesome. <laughs> you know what? Right, it was the best, best. Christmas Eve I've ever had because I've never laughed so hard. Oh. And, then, and I was and I was in bed by seven thirty. You had the whole evening to yourself. He was, and he slept for like twenty hours. So it was the greatest twenty hours of my life. Wow. I'd like to get How some dairy. He didn't make a peep. We wrapped Christmas presents, yum yum, and and the rest of the puppies. And I had ice cream. We got to watch whatever we wanted on the TV. I didn't have to sleep in the basement again. See? Yeah. Awesome. Now you know how nice it's gonna be when he's dead. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of. I guess. You got a little taste. Next time, next time you need to up the Xanax from two to about 16. (laughs) (laughs) Problem solved. I forgot that even happened. I don't I, even remember. I, dude, well, you know my memory. So there's that. But that is an amazing story. That's awesome. That's crazy. That needs to be animated. Yeah. Wow. It does. <laughs> uh, it, it really does. Uh, Muggs, have you ever done Xanax to the point? Because I've done morphine no. to that point where I don't know what's going on. Morphine, so... Uh, no, not to that point. So where you're all, like, relaxed that you're drooling? And you're you just, like... Well, I was so, like, just, like, relaxed that I fell off the stool that I was sitting on and just oh stayed there. God. I was like, eh, I'm good. It, it, I'm good, you guys. Don't worry about it. And Xanax I'm is, cool. Xanax is, like, an instant anxiety medication, an instant anxiety reliever, because there are other anxiety medications that are more long-term that you have to take a minimal dosage of each day. 
But Xanax is instant. So if you take too much of that, you're going to be out like a light. That's a song. Like a light. <laughs> yeah. That's 13 hour right. flight. I'm out like, like a, a light. light. All right. That's, yeah. That's crazy. Dude, that's nuts. So yeah, because they're, and they they're, they look cool though, because they're little bars, right? Because yeah. you take yeah. half a bar. Yeah, there's, a like, bar. there's yeah. like uh, five little sections on them. I don't know why I know this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, crazy. All right. Uh, let's get into uh, some inbox. Inbox. Ooh, baby, baby, <laughs> we're going to check the inbox. Box. Baby, baby, we're not talking fart box. box. Baby, baby, we're not talking cat's box. Baby, baby, we're going to check the inbox. That's right. You can get a hold of us through the emails, omar at kerok.com or djsanchez at kerok.com or beermug at kerok.com. We are standing by and really appreciate your Wait, emails. hold on, hold on. Yeah. Should we even say our email addresses? Because <laughs> I, I haven't brought one in in like 10 episodes. That, that is true. And you, you're you like, totally you're like in uh, October now? Yeah. I'm totally all right. with Dave on that. Right, yeah. No, no, but email us just in case yeah, Omar keep... needs it. I save them all. I'm the, <laughs> yeah. archi- I'm the archivalist. So yeah, just include me as well. Beer or, mug, don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. Uh, okay, but these are these are actually from July. So- <laughs> oh! Fourth, yeah. fourth, the, the, fourth of the, July. The, the, the afros, the afros are from November now. So I'm oh, catching right. up on We're the afros. Up. On the yeah. afros. Sweet. But yeah, please uh, keep those emails coming. Uh, we will eventually get to your questions or or your comments. This one is uh, more of a comment. It says, uh, "What up, Omar? I've been listening to Kevin and Bean since the mid '90s, and have been a loyal podcast listener since it's been available. I've never missed a show and been loving the B team as well. Thank you. I heard you say you like." Good pancakes. You got to check out Brandon's Diners, Ooh. and that's uh, out in the IE. They have a location that's close close to uh, Rancho. Hands down, the best I've ever had. Blows away IHOP, Denny's, Norms, etc. Check it out and let me know what you think. Um, I've been to Brandon's and yeah. I've had their pancakes. Uh oh, and they're okay. They're oh. they're 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 no Red Hill pancakes. Are they the bakers of pancakes? <laughs> oh, so they're good. Here the is. best. Here it is. Here yeah. It is. No, the best. Uh, there's this place called Kickback Jacks. Uh, <laughs> That's in, a good in, name. In Rancho, uh, they have legit pancakes. Uh, Denny's, I, I for some reason, I, I like the Denny's pancakes, but if you get a chance, there's two Red Hill locations, one in Rancho and one in Fontana. Red Hill's bomb. They have yeah. amazing pancakes. I don't know what, what they do to pancakes. So I don't know. I don't know. They're they're fluffy. They're huge. They just and and they just taste really really well, good. I was, I was I was trying to find a good pancake, and it was very hard for me. But I mean. If I'm in the IE, I will go to those, but nothing will be. And it's, I don't know what it is. Denny's blueberry pancakes are. Awesome. So for awesome. me, I'm a pancake purist. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't 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 mess with any strawberry, banana, or any oh, kind of toppings. You dude, know what? It's not I'm, topping. Uh, it's in the dude, pancake. I'm pancakes. I'm um, butter and maple syrup, oh, dude. That's dude, it. F- That's entire it. <laughs> no. giant size blueberries. Listen, get out of here with your blueberries oh, and your. By the way, by the way, oh, you know dude. your pancake sucks if you have to top it with blueberries. But it's not and, absolutely, and, absolutely. Yeah. It's in the batter. Listen, yeah, exactly. Why you Again, have you have to add all the chocolate chips, all that. I keep it real, dude. Sorry. I agree with Omar. I, 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 I agree with chill Omar here. Yeah, uh, totally. Uh, it's like, you know what? My my pancake batter is 100%. It's not cut with crap, dude. So you know my, I mean? It's my so good, is dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your baby McDonald's, batter. <laughs> McDonald's pancakes are pretty good for being really <laughs> fast food cheap. Like, like I, for, I for being had them in a long time. For being cheap fast food ones, yes. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think yeah. they're good. Uh, you guys are going to find this... I don't know if, if have you guys ever or have <laughs> no. the, have no. uh, the microwavable. No. I forget the brand, but they come with three pancakes, two pieces of sausage, in in, in the microwave. Oh man, what are they? 
So I forget what they are, but man, um, Jimmy Dean. Growing up, uh, we were pretty poor, but we were able to have this Those, because my yeah. mom, my mom was, uh, you know, in a hurry in the morning. So we'd pop these, and, and we didn't even have a microwave. So we had one of these old school toaster ovens. Yeah, well, that's so, probably better. Yeah. So we yeah. would put put them in the toaster ovens, and the pancakes would come out a little crispy. Okay, not totally yeah. off flippity floppy, but enough where you could bend it. So I would bend it, and I would put the sausage yeah. in it. And so I would make a little taco and put maple syrup on there. It's oh, the yeah. best. I've oh yeah. yeah, I forget the brand, but man, it was delicious. I, they're still around too. They're still. Oh around. really? Yeah, they're still yeah. around. Yeah. Wow, sure. I don't know more of the pancake peers. That's, oh, that's funny. I, I love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, that email was from Jason M. He says, "Love you guys, Squish." Uh, yeah, so Brandon's is okay. Uh, the next one reads, Hey, Omar, I love the B-Team podcast and enjoy hearing about all the creative ideas on the Kevin and Bean show and how they come about. A few weeks ago, somebody wrote in about the Eminem Coachella parody song. I was super intrigued by it. And when I heard the Gorillaz parody, I immediately gave me that same sort of feel. Was that created by the same person who did the Eminem parody? If so, can you briefly tell me about him again? I think it was a him. They are both so good. The story definitely bears repeating. Thanks. That's from Johnny in Thousand Oaks. Um, yeah, that's uh, from our man, man Trevor. He's the uh, imaging. You know how I say I'm the imaging director of Kevin and Bean. Yeah. He's the imaging director of the rest of the stations. K Rock. So yeah, yeah he's he does uh, all the promo, all the promos and, and stuff. And yeah, he was able to do this Gorillas promo, and I emailed him about it, and I'm gonna play it for you now. Nice <laughs> sticker. <laughs> Get it at Hot Topic, your destination for pop culture and music merch. With access to a private con. And you get the... Trevor's uh, awesome. Uh, he's the best. He's the best. He makes it sound exactly like the song. Yeah, he's unbelievable. He's and, unbelievable. And uh, if you like Halloween stuff, he's the host, along with Tim Armstrong from Rancid. The Boo Crew! Of the Boo Crew! Yeah. And if you like... That's a podcast. Awesome houses. Yeah. Not like you're going to be going over there. <laughs> he has a castle, right? He has a castle. In Burbank, right? In Burbank. That wasn't it pre- previously owned by somebody who was an uh, old school like Disney guy or something? I think it was like a drug dealer who like foreclosed on his house. Oh, really? But, <laughs> but his Yeah, go like, look for the castle in Burbank. Dude, That's where he lives. It, it, the inside Shirts. he has like haunted mansion memorabilia. Yeah, real stuff. He has uh, Rob Zombie. Like Rob Zombie had an electric oh. chair in his house. Yeah, now he has it in his house. Wow. And the right. chillest guy. It's so cool. Yeah. He is too. He's the opposite of me. He's the opposite of Omar. <laughs> and a humongous family. Humongous. Um, so th- I, w- I want to introduce a new thing that we're going to be doing on the podcast, okay? Oh, oh we are. Because, cool. uh, yeah, so uh, we're going to call it the drop-in, okay? So, so b- because uh, uh, Trevor uh, did the uh, Kevin and Bean crappier song. Yeah, okay? awesome. So, so I want to play it here, but I don't want to, you know, us to have to do, oh, you know, to listen to it to in real time. So, but I want you to kind of also, you know, hear the crappier song again, because I think you guys, uh, the B-team listeners will get a crack at uh, uh, It's a great song. I love yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to drop it in, okay? So when we say, hey, we're going to drop it in, that means we're just going to drop it in and you're not going to hear us, okay? So here is Trevor doing uh, Kevin and Bean's tribute song called Crappier. Drop it in! Lately, I've been, I've been thinking, you guys sound so much crappier, you guys sound so much crappier when the morning comes, you want to have some fun. 
But when you turn on the mic, we can hear you when you sound so stupid and so dumb. How are you, boy? Every moment with. Would you like to take that back? Cause you talk for a living and I can't believe they let you broadcast on air. I don't know, that's a toss up. You talk for a living. Oh. I cannot believe that you guys get paid to do this. Sorry, I have to swallow. You guys are freaking idiots. I'm just a dumbass. This is a tribute to. Why? Tribute to Kevin and Bean. Tickets to sale uh, Friday, 10 at noon. Friday, 10 at noon? Why would I say that? <laughs> Nope. Very talented actor Dylan McDermott here on the K-Rock Morning Show. What? That's us, right, Kevin? <laughs> yes, I don't think we've ever called it that. You guys sound so much crappier. You guys sound so much crappier. 323-520-AFRO, uh, 24 hours a day. <laughs> no, Afro with an H. They have to do that emergency thing where they, uh, whatever it is, they, they put on you to bring your breath back or whatever. <laughs> but... Probably not the best description. And right. then to get that response, just pours fire yeah. on the out, on the uh, you know gasoline, whatever. How that, however that one works. <laughs> Agreed. However that works. One eight hundred five two zero one zero one That's the number for the Kevin Beat Afro line. We have your calls on no. the air. What? No, is that not right? Three two three five two zero AFRO. Yep, that's the number for the Kevin Beat Afro line. Jesus. It is the Kevin and Bean Show at 22 minutes after 9 o'clock. You're listening to... Oh, you already said that part. Yep. Hey, uh, Dr. Drew is on the phone, you guys. <laughs> I said that part like 12 <laughs> seconds ago. You guys sound so much crappier. You guys sound so much crappier. Now, I know that's a tenuous... What's the word I'm looking for after tenuous? Anyone? Bean's <laughs> just being quiet on purpose, because that's the rule. <laughs> I know that's a weak example, is what I'm trying to say. Would it be a connection? A connection. connection? Could that be it? Thank you, Bean. Connection is the word I could not think of. Lately, I've been, I've been thinking. You guys sound so much crappier. You guys sound so much crappier. Wow, this is something. The only thing I can think is... uh, Mistaken door, mistaken door. They they mistaken thought they were doorbell to... identity. <laughs> no, I was thinking. I, I'm not sure how to say it, but they they meant to go to somebody else's house, got the wrong uh, apartment or condo or house number, whatever you have. How about wrong address? Like that? <laughs> that would have been a more succinct way to say it. <laughs> yeah, you guys are real. Dis- you're real. Con- <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> discerning. You're really discerning. <laughs> Woo! Andrew Siciliano on the line. Uh, Andrew Siciliano, I should say, more pronounced the better. Huh? <laughs> what? You're right. <laughs> more pronounced the better. Oh, you blow. You blow. You blow, blow, blow. That's, that's the secret, success, secret to the success of that show. Well said. So thanks, Trevor. Uh, we really appreciate that. Uh, next email reads, since I know you were an intern, this is uh, referring to me, and your mighty world record... Wait, wait. This is this is sent to me, but I think he thinks I'm mugs. Yeah. It says, <laughs> since I know you were an intern and your mighty world record for food challenges were the best, could you go over the best highlights of the interns? Like the guy who wouldn't take off his sunglasses to touch Lisa May's boobs. Squish. That's from Zach Peskin. Was he an intern? I don't remember. Peskin. We we did we we did get we did have an intern named Zach, but I'm not sure if this guy was an intern or not. Peskin, uh, Zach Peskin. Shut up. <laughs> I didn't close. Uh, Be chill, bro. Uh, Be chill. <laughs> chill, chill, chill. Uh, interns, boy, did I dislike the intern program that we had here. I loved it. 
Yeah, because I didn't have to deal with them. I'm the one who dealt with everybody. Well, we got beer mug out of it. We got Jessica Shalvoy out of it. We got Chip. Shell and Robot was awesome. Shell and Robot was awesome. She was a dumpster driver because she was so poor that she had to dumpster dive for food. She wasn't. She was just weird. I mean, she dumpster died. Don't get me wrong. She was a UCLA student. She was just a weirdo. And by the way, I don't know why, but I remember this, but I went to go visit her at UCLA and I went to her radio show. She's just as weird in real life. And like her friends were all like weird too I love it so they're just like all these little crazy it's Asian weird. kids I, but my favorite intern was I mean it's the my favorite ones are the ones that weren't really like made fun of because mm. they were good right was uh, probably Andy Andy, Andy was a girl right yes yeah yes uh, she used to work at a pot dealership mm. before you know everything was legal but she was just the nicest chill person yeah. and she was cool and she was a good intern you know it's funny uh, this will tell you something about the behind the scenes of the Kevin and Bean so we would have you know all these kids that are interns they're going to USC UCLA mm-hmm. Cal State Fullerton I mean real colleges and they all had really good qualifications some of them right and we would just bypass them and get the crazy ones yeah. We're like oh yeah this guy seems like legit crazy we think we could be you know use well, yeah. whatever the thing how I started which not many people know I was already I was already an employee of K Rock I was I started in promotions right. I was a van driver and I hit <clears> Dave up because I was going to Cal State Northridge at the time and I hit Dave up I'm like hey man I need one unit to graduate do you think I could do the internship program? And Dave's like, yeah, yeah, well, let's start. We'll start Saturday or Monday or whatever. So I'm that's- sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, but now, mean- now look at you, dude. Yeah. You're on the air on the weekends and stuff. Woo! And you performed at Acoustic Christmas yeah. as Muggos. By the way, our interns have gone on to do a lot of cool things. One, of our, one of our interns is a writer for E. Mm-hmm. You know, um- one of them uh, is the uh, like Wrangler for Marshmallow. <laughs> oh, really? Right? Wasn't Krista an intern? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, dude. what? What are you talking about? <laughs> Such You're a like, dumbass. Who? Who? Oh, and, my by God. The way, right, that's not the proper name. What's, what's Hey, her, what's, that's, what, that's why you should like the. If there was no intern program, you would not have met Krista. Yeah. I didn't. I hated Krista when she was here. <laughs> really? Yes. Me uh, and Katha would. Intern Gaga? No game game. Yeah. Miss, me and Katha would always be like, dude, this girl's a bitch. What? Like, <laughs> like, and she, she knows was? it, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. You don't remember? She would just come here and be like, eh. It's so early. We're like, she would come in sweats and like a hoodie. And we're, we're like, is she cute? We don't know. Like, uh, but she's so mean. She's like bitchy to everyone. The car's like, you got to be nice to the callers. I don't care. And like, ah, oh my God. Oh my God. That's so funny. I yeah. didn't know that. Oh yeah. yeah. Really? Oh, you didn't yeah. like her? I didn't like her when she was here. That's funny. I was like, oh, she's God. And then we saw her at Weenie Rose. And that's that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah and then all... you guys took a Vegas trip together and that's where kind of like everything, to, uh, like, you know, that's where love got started for you guys, right? <laughs> well, yeah. I was at, at Weenie Rose when she came back uh-huh. after, after the internship. Wow. That's yeah. great. That's oh cool. my god! Yeah, but the the interns were. Uh, I'm glad it's over. Yeah. So and it, thanks to all the people who sued Puffy that that killed all yeah. the internship program. <laughs> so that was awesome for me. Uh, but yeah, if you, any guys out there know, like, hey, you know, you used to intern for Kevin Bean, like Shallon Robot or Charlie Marley. Charlie or, Marley. Yeah, I like she, Charlie Marley. Yeah. So uh, we would like to talk to him. I mean, we would talk to Rogelio. We talked to ex uh, ex intern John who listens to the podcast. Her hair. Kara um, hit me. Uh, I remember the girl who uh, did her parents wouldn't get him. Uh, Air conditioning? No, and I don't she, remember. She lived in the valley. Oh, and really? She was always like hot because they wouldn't oh, give her. Yeah, just yeah. have her on. All right, cool. Yeah, but she, sure. she goes, I have air conditioning now. Shishkabut? <laughs> what? Shishkabut. Oh, Shishkabut. I don't remember Shishkabut. The girl who fell out of her dorm Danny? room and, oh, and landed on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, she yeah. was on a TBS show. Yeah, yeah, she was a piece of work. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I remember her. Um, okay, let's uh, let's move on for there. Yeah, but just hit us up if uh, you know any. Uh, ex, don't we, don't ex we have Kevin a, being there? Don't interns. we have a segment for the interns? Yeah, it's uh, yeah when we have them on, and I have it loaded up. I can't play it for you now because I don't have the load. What was it up. called though? Because it was, it was it's, clever. Uh, the Kevin and Bean in turn, turn, turn. <laughs> remember, I took a clip of that bird song. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was clever. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, okay, this next email, the final one, uh, reads, DJ Omar Khan, King and Mugs. Great podcast. Can you please discuss how Linda Polly and her husband came to be regulars on Kevin and Bean? Whatever happened to them, squish Russell. Well, um, the Reverend uh, Jerry... Gerald, 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 Gerald Polly yeah. uh, unfortunately passed away maybe about five years ago. Linda, I, uh, I'm a Facebook friends with her. She's still around. Uh, I think she has a new pet hamster. She tweets about the hamster a lot. I don't do yeah. Facebook anymore, yeah. but the hamster, she oh, tweets. Oh, she's on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know she was on Twitter. Yeah, right? I don't know her handle, but she. I, By the way, we follow her. because Next, next, uh, pretty soon, next Linda year, Polly, we're, we're going to have to uh, get Linda on and have her kind of like, you know, uh, discuss, you know, briefly. I, I'm um, with it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But he, she's nice. She, she's a really nice lady. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel was also very very uh obsessed with the Pollies. really and yeah, yeah. oh and, yeah and, the, and he flew the Pollies out from i believe they were maine. from maine yeah they they uh jimmy flew them out here so they were in hollywood to be on the show to be on jimmy kimmel live yeah this was wow. the first year of jimmy kimmel live and he was just you know like like just scraping the bottom of the barrel just he, he would have adam carolla on like a couple times a week i think he had on like day. 36 times total yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he was getting yeah. the show started. And, but, but yeah. to put it in 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 context Context: The Armenian comedian was on there. You know, oh, I mean, Jimmy Kimmel Big Live Tad show? was on there. Yes. Do what? you not know this? No. Yes. It was. It was like an S show, and ABC would not do anything for Jimmy. Like, like they said, they said, Jimmy, we want you to host this late night show, but we're not going to support you whatsoever. <laughs> it was like, like it was crazy. They thought Jimmy wasn't. I don't know why they didn't like support him. But yeah, it was. It was. It was tough at the beginning. Wow. Totally. So, uh, yeah. So uh, when they flew out here, Kevin and Bean took the opportunity to have him on K Rock, and this is how it went down. This is the Kevin and Bean Show on the world famous K Rock one hundred six point seven K R O Q, and it's five minutes after seven o'clock. Look at Linda, man. She is rocking to Soundgarden. She can't get enough. <laughs> Linda, Polly, and the Reverend Speaker Gerald Polly. Come on, everybody. I never thought we'd lay eyes on you I two. Know. This is so exciting. Well, we for never us. would have paid to have them fly all the way in from North Dakota, but our friend Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel Live tonight, twelve oh five, ABC Channel Seven, is having the Polly's on as guests, and we've been talking to you guys on the phone for years now, right, guys? Oh, it's been a long, long time. You guys started out with us, and you got us going. I mean, how did I don't we discover know how you? What? How, where did it come from? Do you remember? I don't. You called us. Yeah. You weren't one of the people that uh, you I do know, remember. We usually email to and stuff. No, no, we called you out of the blue. Yes, I do remember. Remember, I, uh, from what I recall, the original article that we read that uh, made us fall in love with you two was that uh, California, no one living in California could go to heaven, is oh, what the word right. was that came down from, from God. Yeah. And we said, ex- we said, got we got to find out about that. Yeah. Here's, here's uh, basically what, what they do in a nutshell, is they can talk to people in heaven right now. So they can find out what's going on in heaven, and they can find out what heaven's plans are for earth. Anyone that passed into heaven, you can also talk to. Is that correct? If they survive. If they, what does that mean? Well, some people, the evil they do when they pass over into the afterlife destroys them. What we call the second death. And so oh, that's harsh, man. If but, you die once, you think, okay, well, at least I'm dead now. It can't get any worse. <laughs> oh, I'm dying again! <laughs> so that's how uh, Gerald and Linda became regulars on the Kevin and Bean Show. And also, wow. they forgot to mention there that Linda, from time to time, would channel 
Uh, the Beatles, Kurt yeah, Cobain. John Legend. Yeah. John, John, Legend. John, John Lennon. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, she would MP3 us the songs that she would play on her little Casio keyboard, I think. Oh. And it was amazing. So she did uh, this song, Listen to the Angels. Was that a John Lennon song? It might have been the John it, Lennon it song. It might have been, yeah. So, so she sent us th- these vocals, and we told Moby, hey, we have this sample. We want you to do this Christmas track, and it's on Kevin and Bean's Last Christmas, and this is what Moby uh, came up with. Listen to the angels, listen to the angels, listen to the angels when you pray on Christmas Eve. Listen to the angels, listen to the angels. Listen to the angels when you pray on Christmas Eve. Listen to the angels. <laughs> listen to the angels. Listen to the angels when you pray on Christmas Eve. Listen to the angels. <laughs> listen to the angels. Listen to the angels when you pray on Christmas Eve. I thought there were more lyrics than this. What did I? They want the oh, there it is. to stay alive. They want the human survive. Don't let the earth and heaven die. Let's all give life another try. They want the world to stay alive. They want the human race to survive. Don't let the earth and heaven die. Let's all give life another try. Listen to the angels. Listen to the angels. How good does that sound? Listen to the angels when you pray on Christmas Eve. I love that we gave Moby this, and he was just like, uh, Moby's a funny guy. Yeah. He just has a very dry sense of humor. So, uh, um, you know, I think when he got this sample, he was like, oh, my God, this is great. (laughs) But I love, like, this little mini buildup right here. And then it kind of, like, all kind of, like, you know, comes to crescendo. Yeah. <laughs> or we, uh, you know, Kevin and Bean, we would only play like you know, forty-five seconds or whatever, yeah. you know, to just to sell the record. But uh, yeah, you guys could find that on Kevin and Bean's uh, Last Christmas, probably uh, at a Goodwill near you. Yeah, no kidding. So, <laughs> by the way, uh, you know, since uh, we're talking about the Christmas record, I was very shocked to really find out that for the most part, Kevin and Bean's Christmas record was really responsible for most K-Rock artists doing Christmas songs. Yeah. It was crazy. There was some where they made them for that record, and there was some where they were holding on to it, so they just said, oh, this is a good spot for it. Yeah. Yeah, Because it it was for charity. It was, you know. Yeah, I learned um, last year at the last Acoustic Christmas that Blink-182 wrote, I won't be home for Christmas for the Kevin and Bean CD. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And uh, man, just... Mr. Weatherby, I, I know he hates Christmas music. I don't Does know he? why he hates Christmas music. Let's ask him. <laughs> hey, Mr. Weatherby, why do you hate Christmas music? Listen, guys, nobody likes Christmas music because I'm a giant Grinch, okay? It's like, I want to hear Sublime, I want to hear Red Hot Chili Peppers, I want to hear some Nirvana. It's all about familiarity in radio. Nobody wants to hear no Christmas bullshit. 
What do you think about Baby It's Cold Outside? It's a little rapey. You're welcome. So, so yeah, man, I was, I was like, I was very impressed uh, because, you know, I was, I'm, I'm programming the uh, Christmas show. I was just really impressed on how many tracks, you know, Kevin and Bean were kind of responsible, responsible for. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Very. And, and uh, like tons, tons of like... Artists we don't even remember anymore, like, you know, the President of the United States have one called yeah. Christmas Piglet. Wow. That it's, it's amazing. It's a funny song, but you won't hear it anywhere. It's not on radio. It's not on Spotify. It's not on uh, Vast. No remember Vast? Yeah. Like, they had that cool last song. Yeah. They did a song called The Grinch. It uh, was crazy. I, I, Remy Zero uh, did, a, did a Christmas song. I forget what it was, but it wasn't. Remember, we were talking yeah. about this yesterday. Yeah. I was like, wow, look, listen to this song. It's amazing. And then uh, Jet did a cover of Backdoor Santa, which is great. You know what I mean? Just like so many different and, songs. And Apollo. And Linda Polly is See? right up there. So, as promised, we have Hot Carl in the building. Hot What's happening, man? I haven't heard that over radio waves bah, bah. in quite some time. Listen, Jensen, I know you're uh, Kevin Bean's beef correspondent, and you're also the hip-hop correspondent, and you have a lot of different things we want to talk to you about, uh, but... I have some pressing news. Sure. And I'm sure you've, you, you've heard this. And it's yes. the, one of the most amazing things that uh, was gifted to us this holiday season. Yes. And I think you know what I'm talking about. Uh, my Witch Rot shirt that I received in the mail yesterday? No, which was amazing. Okay. But I'm talking about <laughs> Little John and the Kool-Aid Man. I know a lot about it, yes. Okay, oh, so I, yeah. I got to know more. So, so, yeah, me too. I was like, and I knew Wait, we were going to have him in and he was going to know about Before it. Before you go on, I love it. Oh, it's amazing. Before you've heard it? It's amazing. Oh, I heard it. Oh, I thought you were just uh, blind. No, I said before everyone gives their opinions. I love it. No, okay. I, I don't want you to poo-poo on it. Okay. Well, I can easily do that. <laughs> okay, let, let, let's hear, let's right, hear let's some hear of this. this. Okay. It's that time of year again. Kool-Aid man, you ready for Christmas? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So, so you're ready for the best part. So, what are you talking about? The best part? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, that doesn't matter. But what's what's happening here? And why? And why? Well, and why? Well, Little John has been paid by Kool Aid to make a song. <laughs> that's what I thought too. Yeah, yeah. That, that's clearly what it is. Uh, the one thing I can appreciate about it, and as someone who thought he was funny when he was rapping, mm-hmm. is that rap in 2018 is funnier normally than you can parody it. Right. Like, there's no Lonely Island that can beat what <laughs> happened in that song. So I do appreciate the idea that we're all on a level playing field as far as like humor and what goes in hip hop. But like, it's also just such a mockery of what the art form was at one time. Right. That at a certain point, you just have to be. But like, isn't that a little sad to you though? Yes and no. I, I think for Little John, in order to sell out, you had to have sold in. You know what I mean? Like, he's never necessarily been Rakim or... Oh, okay. Uh, so he's always commercial. He was yeah, never kind of like... yelling. Right. right. He always has, like, <laughs> one glass eye that he covers with sunglasses. Right. We know all of the little John tricks. Wait, right. he's a glass eye? Yeah. What? 
That's so why he wears the sunglasses. So he's been thing. always gimmicky. Yes, he's always, always gimmicky, been a gimmick so. and open about the gimmick and on okay. like Celebrity Apprentice. And he's never necessarily been, you know, Talib Kweli. Right. So you kind of have to allow it. But at the same time, it's just like an eye roll for me because it's like, ugh, it's people <laughs> laughing for the wrong reason. And I don't know. I, I loved it, dude. I just it made me LOL well, By so the way, loud, I got to thank Jensen because so... he tweeted about it and yeah. he just oh, really? did an image and I said, I need to know more. Oh, and then really? I found out, like, I love it. I basically have taken all... <laughs> Every hip-hop image that bothers me from every year, yeah. I just take, I screenshot it and then just put 2018 or whatever. <laughs> and I would do it to myself because I always say if I was just like a bystander watching Drop the Mic and it was Haley Baldwin and Method Man, I'd screenshot that and put right. 2018. So yeah. I, I know what it feels like to create it, so I get it. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let's 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 start with uh, B-Team listeners. I'm sure you guys know Jensen uh, is a brand new addition to the show. Yes. You've been with the show for a couple, couple of months now? Three months, yeah. Four months. So, We'll get back into the rap stuff, but I'm really interested in finding out how you as, you know, I mean, you're a TV producer, you're yeah. a comedian, you write a bunch of stuff and, you know, come into the, into this creative world. How did that come about and how did you, list, you know, find Kevin Bean or did Kevin Bean find you? I, I don't know that story. Yeah, yeah. So basically I... My whole entertainment career sort of started on radio. Mm-hmm. So I was a rapper uh, as a teenager and a child, and I was sort of a prodigy in that way. And I had been signed to Ice-T for management at like 11 years old and, and all these crazy things that happened to me in this strange life of hip-hop for a guy who looks like an accountant. <laughs> and uh, and so, yeah, so I entered a radio contest through the Baker Boys on, on – uh, Power and then KKBT on the beat. Mm-hmm. And I won. And I, I won so incredibly. Like the winner before me, the highest amount of wins they had was 10 days. And I won for like 46 days in a row. That's and great. Th- Correct me if I'm wrong. This yeah. was at 7 p.m.? No, I or did. Uh, was it the a.m. one? and p.m. I did both. Okay, you did yeah. both. Oh because I, the bigger boys had the 7 p.m. one, right? Or? We they, they flipped around. Oh, so they, they would do it okay. in the mornings. It started in the mornings. Okay. We would do it before school when we were like junior high or high school. Right. So and then when I started winning, it was uh, when I was coming home from work. That's so, crazy because so I remember like, listening yeah. to you. It was, yeah. like, it was like, what the hell? Drive, drive home. Yeah. So every morning you would call in because you had to or or like you you called in the first time. Then they started calling me. And then they started calling you and you're yeah. like, all right, well. And then you had to come up with a new rap every day. Every day. And not only that, because I was winning so, like, overpoweringly, they would have me do the four-bar thing that you have to do because it's the contest. Yeah. And then they'd go victory lap, and I'd have to do, like, a 16-bar freestyle at the end of the rap. Wow. Which was good for me because that's how people started to really glom on to Hawk Carl. Right. Because I was getting so much airtime yeah. rapping, and I was coming up with ridiculous things every day. And you now, were Hawk hot Carl at the time. Yeah. Let, let, me, let, let, me, let me ask you about Hawk Carl. Yeah. How did you come up the with that worst. name? And and did you know about no. the? No, oh, you yes. didn't. Yes, you didn't I knew know. that. Okay, well, I thought you were going to say, did you know it would stay with you forever? My <laughs> answer is no, because I would have never but, picked. But it. as an eleven-year-old, you were eleven at the time. At eleven, I was under a different name. At eleven, I went by. Younger MC, which is a great name. Uh, <laughs> Younger MC. Great name. Uh, and then I went by a couple names, Shucks and all these other weird names. Oh, Connor Meyerson was a weird name. Mm-hmm. Rick, Rick Flair, which would have not worked <laughs> legally. Uh, but Rick Flair is an awesome rap but name, by the way. It was spelled R I C K Flair. Anyway, um, and then. Uh, Hot Carl came during college, freshman year. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So yeah, so you did. Did your mom ever find out, or anybody kind of like yes. you know? Really, she well, knew what it meant. Well, what happened is I had heard about it in college because that's where you hear about things of like course. a hot Carl, which yeah. is slang for pooping on someone's chest. Yeah. Face. And, uh, well, I mean, it's it's well, chest it's, depending it's on chest, what you're into. Yeah. It's 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 really a regional thing. Uh, and so I uh, had heard about it in in college because you know 
And uh, that's what you were into. Yeah. They finally <laughs> gave it a name. Uh, and so I said, uh, that's funny. That I thought to myself, that's what my rap battle career has been is like on people. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I had been doing my whole life. So I thought that was funny. And I yeah. kept it in the back of my head as, wow, that'd be a funny battle rap name. Right. That, but that's it. Right. And then when I entered the radio contest, Jay Love, who's who's still in radio. So before this, yeah. were you just uh, a rapper who would create his own uh, raps, or were you a battle rapper from the get-go? I was a battle rapper basically from the get-go. Like, really? the first song I wrote when I was 12 was Against Another Bad Creation. That's okay. what Ice-T signed me off of. So, like, I was always <laughs> dissing dudes. Like, I was always dissing. But I was trying to write songs as well. Yeah. But, like, what I was good at was dissing. Okay. And so uh, when they told me on on the radio, they go, what's your name? And I had not thought of it <laughs> at all. Like, I had never, like, never didn't think I was going to get in. Yeah. And so he goes, what's your name? And I, the first thing that came to mind was how funny I thought Hawk Carl was <laughs> yeah. like, the day before. Yeah. So I said it thinking, who cares? Three days. Right. You know what I mean? I'll win yeah. three days and they'll move on. Uh-huh. Uh, and then it, it became my moniker. And then I had to tell my parents and I had to tell everybody, they go, why'd you pick that? Why'd you pick that? And <laughs> my parents thought it was funny. They're pretty, they're pretty uh, passive towards stuff like that. So now, have you, you know, obviously you're a funny guy, you know, have you always been funny? Or uh, is, it, is it something you worked at or... Yes, it's something I worked out. Okay. I think I think in rap I've always been funny because yeah. I I gravitated towards like Tim Dog and and even even terrible groups like uh, Two Live Jews or, or uh, <laughs> oh, that's a real group <laughs> Chunky A yeah. yeah Chunky A was our senior hall uh-huh. but there were a lot of like uh, jokey rap groups that I was into and okay. then there were guys I thought were funny always like Chino XL and Eminem yeah. was always funny and right. there were guys that that just kind of came up and that's who you listen to and. That I was always good at cool. rhyming, and because you have it's like less of a bar. Right. Like I did stand up for a long time, and I think it's if I rhymed it, people would die. Right. <laughs> it's like saying it, they don't laugh. And then you, I, I guess I built it over time with UCB or, or whoever. I yeah. kind of worked on comedy more there. Uh, so uh, you went on to the Baker Boys, yes. and uh, you know you're in now. You're in the radio, right? Yeah, would, you're you're yeah. in the radio. You got a deal by Interscope, million yeah. dollar deal. Yeah. And uh, you that got seemed an, like I'll, a big throwaway, but yes, Jimmy <laughs> Ivan gave me a million dollars. Yeah. Yes. One million dollars. <laughs> yes. Which, by the way. Uh, you produced what was the name of the record? Uh, well, it was originally called uh, "Your Housekeeper Hates You." Okay, and then Interscope wasn't allowed. Uh, a whole thing with Interscope, you could read it in my book. And what was then, the title of your book? Uh, Kanye West owes me three hundred dollars. And basically, I ended up putting it back out independently a couple years later, contractually. Whole thing, not worth getting into. But I called it the Great Escape. Okay, is this the one with where uh, Blau was on? Uh, Blau is, I think, secretly on it. Yeah. Secretly on it. Okay, yeah. uh, let's hear some of this. Yeah. And I legit, I, I heard tracks uh, that were not used. Somebody else is posting something under Hot Carl oh, that really? was hip hop music, and I heard it on my phone. I was like, dude, this is not great. That'd be great then, if it was me. <laughs> yeah, you know. And then I went <laughs> to Spotify. Garbage. I went to Spotify, yeah. and you could find Hot Carl uh, with a K yeah. un- under there, and it's legit good. I was a good rapper. Yeah. It was legit good. Here, <laughs> yeah, uh, was, wait, this, hey Jensen, you were good at rapping. I was. Good, I'm, still, I'm yeah. still good enough. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. It's like you know. When, when, when you're winning a, a radio contest or whatever, I mean, you don't, th- I mean, you know, you, you could say, oh, yeah, I'm a good rapper. I won a radio contest. Who cares? You know yeah. what I mean? And also, it's like, like, radio could be jokey. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like, I didn't expect it. And, and, and like, I'm a huge fan of like East Coast hip hop yeah. and 90s hip hop. I, 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 I thought. Yeah. That's the jam here. Yeah, this well, was with entire... Red Man and Fabulous. Yeah, and DJ uh, DJ Clue produced it, so it can't get any more '90s East Coast than that. <laughs> yeah, so check this out. Unless I'm wearing like a Timberland. Second looks, but the industry it 
happy Cause I'd rather die than ever sound like Jiggy Come on dog, you ain't getting raw Cause it's uneven like Drew Hill on a seesaw Yo, you don't want no bad blood in between us Like we're standing right next to Magic Johnson's inner Venus I'll call itself, so if you wanted a hit You can keep the famous guys in fast forward that's right. Yeah, you're good at dissing, man. You know, what I mean, you got you're really good at dissing. I mean, That's hilarious. I, I f- figured out a way to do a Magic Johnson AIDS diss. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all I care about. Uh, and, and this, this, I mean, I mean, you hear. I was, I was blown away by this because you hear Kanye, Kanye West produced one of his tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's called Armand Asante. He's also one of the guys yelling "blow" in that song. Oh, is he? Yeah, he was just in the studio and he's like, "Can I get on this?" And Are I was you like, serious? Yeah, and I was like, "I don't want him to rap on it because he wasn't." Anyway, he wasn't that good <laughs> no, of a rapper. And he, no, doesn't he? Doesn't he admit that though? Yes, he got he better. Does. He yeah, got yeah, better. yeah. Wasn't? Isn't there a story um, where he was at Jamie Foxx's house or something? I mean, and... I was there when he oh, did you it were. in front of Jay Z and a bunch of guys. Oh, and really? That, that was just people being like, "He's not that good." Yeah, he got better. <laughs> yeah, and he got yeah. better, right? Yeah. Um, but this is this is crazy because what? In what year did this come out? Well, it come out is different than when it was supposed to come out. It was okay. supposed to come out in 2000, 2001, and then people started to hear that around 2004, 2005. Okay. Yeah. Which you hear the the Kanye West production in here like, you know, wow, it's it's producer. it's insane. No, no, but that but but you hear definitely like Definitely different. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely different, but you hear it in there. I mean, it, it's it's amazing. The game's on. High crawl dominates y'all ears. I'm making suckers disappear like a meal's career. I'm just joking, but you having trouble coping. Cause you beat me is like that fluffin' drummer jump broken. Cause me and Kanye made this real picante and grande. Why you suckers act a Sante? Suburban strangler, angle to rip a stranger. When lyrics so hard, I'd even make mystical say danger. And right here's an MC that you should fear. Underground like snuff films, throwing bows like Lambeer. Crushing the rest till there ain't nobody left. And if I don't go double platinum, then I'm blaming Wyclef. So Rob my line, let's get it done. None other will do when my crew's out there having fun. Punchlines like landmines, Bensonhurst to Anaheim. I'm dropping dimes. Why y'all suck the silent like pantomime? What? I mean, you hear Kanye, like, you know, yeah. like, yeah, he picks the perfect sample that's going to compliment you and the, and the beats, and it's it's amazing. So, yeah. so, mean, so amazing. Jensen, answer me this. Uh, yes, like, yes. like, um, so. We, the story is that your record was coming out, and then Eminem came out, and they they shelved. You, sure, right? or whatever. Just said that they didn't. I mean, it's a bunch of us, like Bubba Sparks and Haystack, and there was a bunch of guys that were sort of on Interscope. There were white guys that they purchased in sort of a let's get them all way. Pokemon. Yeah. Is, is it really? Let's yeah. get them all. Is it really that hard to to make it in this rap industry like back then, or is it easier now? Because like well, I it's see, way easier now. I mean, because I see rappers like Watsky and Mac Lethal who are really good at Mac rapping. Lethal's great, yeah. Yeah, and how come they haven't succeeded from? The internet rappers to making a great album. Well, it, it, internet battle rap had a similar thing, which is yeah. like guys like me and Jin and uh, like a bunch of those dudes who really made our name in in, in it, battling. People ask that all the time. Why isn't Pat Stay the biggest rapper? Why isn't Disaster the biggest rapper? It's because at the end of the day, you still have to have like a hook and a song, and yeah. and that's troublesome for me or for Mac Lethal or for Watsky or you still have to have I Love College from Asher Roth <laughs> or, or, or you still have to have anything Macklemore did which Macklemore was around for 10 years before he blew, before he blew, he blew up, up yeah. so it, it's about finding the perfect song and, and not just being big on the internet but, but as far as getting a career now without needing a major label it's a completely different landscape and it's also a lot of has to do with timing 
Oh, like, yeah. yeah, it's like you, sometimes things just work out, you know, yeah. I mean, and sometimes, you know, you could be brilliant and it, it's just wrong timing. And for me, it was a blessing and a curse, which is like a blessing because I got a million dollars because of my yeah. timing. Everyone was looking for the next white dude. Mm-hmm. Eminem had just pretty much put out Hello, My Name Is or was just about to when I got the money. And then the curse is that it just kind of affected where I was going to release the record. But it, to me, at the end of the day, I, I am so I mean, everyone I came up with seems insane. So it's <laughs> like I don't look at anyone's career. I love when people are like, you sound salty because I talk about how I don't like Eminem as a rapper now but loved him at one time. And I was like, that sounds like the worst life ever. Like, yeah. he he's furious. He's always mad. He yeah. sounds terribly sad. He looks weird. He's a garbage. <laughs> he doesn't leave his house. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. like, that's not a life I would want and I'm doing perfectly fine. Uh, and so I don't, I don't look at any rapper and wish I had that career, at least in the... Th- 40 year old range right. uh, Jay-Z is, be, is above my class he right. was, he's older so anyone that kind of came up at my time I don't I don't envy but well, now you're on Kevin and Bean so it all I worked know, out geez, right man. <laughs> well, take what, that Eminem <laughs> what was the first thing you bought with that million dollars I know exactly what it is I bought uh, a Tapper do you remember the video game Tapper the the, the keg yes the keg, the keg game. game so when I was a kid <laughs> when I was a kid we wrote an essay in like fourth grade what I would do if I got a million dollars which was literally what the essay was and uh, my mom and I had spent, uh, I don't know, probably $500 in quarters. We, every day I would go play this dumb video game because I loved it so much. Didn't understand it was like beer or anything. I just yeah, loved the just joystick said, yeah. and the way it went. So I was like, I, for a million dollars, I didn't know how much video games were. Right. I assume an arcade game is probably about a million dollars. So my essay said, I'll buy a tapper. And so when I got the check, I found a perfectly uh, great condition tapper. Because remember, the internet wasn't around so mm-hmm. i had to like call around and stuff so i found one in canada i flew it out <laughs> on a plane and Jesus. uh it, it's still in my house yeah that's oh, hilarious really? I, still have it. Yeah. I hope i hope the essay is put on that tapper i had it next to it for a long time oh now it's, that's awesome now tapper's in the garage so did danielle they... is asking if i ever uh, do you always have to keep this <laughs> yes yeah, i said yes yeah. did they Good for you. literally give you a million dollar check yes except the idea that you make the record out of that as well so oh, yes yes okay. they did was it the big check though yeah they like... hand you the publisher's clearinghouse <laughs> check. it says hot carl not jet's trouble yeah. trouble so, cashing it. so <laughs> how'd you get into the kevin and bean and you know how Universe. did that all co- uh yeah how yeah did that so come about? bean so when i finished rapping um, I opened an art gallery because my basically I was hitting like a pretty, pretty heavy depression uh, as anyone who was about to become famous and then doesn't right. uh, would go into and money's running out so it's like freaking out and I had a money manager at the time who was the dad of a girl I dated in high school and he goes uh, he has like Michael J. Fox and Jerry Bruckheimer and then he has this failing white rapper <laughs> and he was like you got to do something you can't just buy comic books and DVDs right and so I started to look into businesses I had a friend from college Katie who worked in art gallery uh kanye at the time plays into this big time kanye was really into art he not buying it or anything but he was an art student and so him and i would talk art a lot and then dj am at the time and i were very close and he was sort of getting into futura and a bunch of other things Mm -hmm. and i was just like why do two people i know who are going to be so famous kanye and am why do they have to like die to get art like Mm-hmm. You can't go into like a normal everyday traditional art gallery and, Again. And, and get their sensibility. Right. And so that idea burst into creating an art gallery for that type of person who's, you know, um, 
spending three hundred dollars on sneakers. So were you? Did you have an eye for art? Did no. you have an appreciation just for art? What or I you liked. thought it was like, okay, this is a pretty good business, and I think I'll be happy doing this. Yeah, I just saw a big opening. Really, I was just like, why can Kanye not buy art? Why can AM not buy art? Those were like the two people yeah. I didn't understand. Like they talk about art all the time, and then I I got into it a bit and met artists in like um, Rite Aid parking lots. So would you? <laughs> they didn't have a place to. Sell. Would you? Oh, yeah. so so you sought out the artists. Yeah. You're all like, you know what? This kind of like pop culture kind of art yeah. would work perfect for my gallery. Yes. Then you would have them, you know, do shows and things like that? Yes. And we were like the first pop culture art gallery in LA and got a lot of attention. And, and it's called Gallery, gallery 1988. Where's it located? Uh, Melrose and Poinsettia. Okay. And so there was a bunch of publicity on it and we started working with TV shows directly so that we can do pop culture stuff for them. So Lost and Breaking Bad and... Um, and Dave, you've been there, right? I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before I even knew Jensen, I, really? I would see his stuff and and love it because it's so pop culture. It's so me. And yeah, it, and it's so much more than just like like if you go to these stuffy art places and the yeah. museum stuff, you're like, I, I don't like that. But if I see gummy bears eating another gummy bear, that's for me. <laughs> yeah. And I bought it. Yeah, yeah, like that's that was our first name, gummy bear eating another gummy bear. <laughs> we had a 1988 because it flowed better. But but we like it was just it was just spoke to my th- and also it was like. Right at the pop culture peak, where like midnight movies and Marvel, you know, everything started to pop up, and so we—it's kind of like what with that 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 geek kind of era kind of thing that blew up or whatever, where it was cool to be a geek, absolutely, kind of like that nerd had just started at Nerdist. There it is, yeah. All those things were just starting, and so it was just perfect timing, and we were we were the only ones for a long time. Now it's a very common gallery uh, to see around uh, the U.S. But um, Bean, who's a huge art gallery aficionado, yeah. he yeah. loves art and, and has a pr- great eye. He started buying from the gallery and he reached out very early and was like, wanted to know more about the gallery. And he's just, you know, he's like an information sponge. Oh yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so we became friendly through that. And then he came into the gallery and then we, we, we became friendly. He and went to the gallery. He did. When he's out here for some sort of K-Rock event K-Rock or something. Event, yeah. yeah. Wow. And uh, I think he's done it twice actually. <laughs> wow. Uh, and so um, he kept in touch and we just kept friends. And then he started following me on Twitter and then he was like, "Why are you funny?" Basically, and I was like, "Oh, well, my history is in comedy. I went to UCB, and I, you know, that was sort of what I did. And I was doing stand up at the time, and I was just sort of like trying to figure out what my voice was. And and he, I think, kept in touch that way. It was just sort of like, "This is funny. This is funny. This is funny." Right. Like, and then, like, like, yeah, and yeah. like and retweeting, and but and then Kevin started following me because of that, and and they would both talk to me about what they thought. was So funny. at this time, you were just an art gallery owner. Wow. Okay. With a history in comedy. Right. 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 But but not really. I also saw it as a um, incubation, as sort of like um, a, you, a hibernation for me to say I just failed. Were, uh, you, were you doing your get up on this at this point? No, or no, not yet. No, not yet. So this is years ago. Yeah. This is, this what, is really seven early. years ago or oh, yeah, longer probably than that? Maybe yeah, about that. Maybe wow. a little longer. Okay. Maybe maybe eight eight years ago. Wow. And uh, and so. I myself was going through like a creative metamorphosis, sort of saying, "What do I want to do now that rapping had failed and the gallery now?" I don't you're, have to, you're getting I don't, older. Yeah, this is yeah. Totally. I don't have to be there every day. Yeah, that was like a big thing too. Is like I had I had made it so that it's popping, so yeah. I can walk away, self sustained. Yes, yeah. and, and so um, I started to do a lot of comedy. I started to go to Funny or Die, and Paul Shear kind of took me in as a mentee a bit, and we did um, a thing called Arsenio Paul, which is where uh, Arsenio. <laughs> that was very funny. Yeah. Uh, Paul Shear dresses Arsenio, That's and we funny. did uh, Arsenio Hall bits word for word. I did the Jerry O'Connell bit with Shia LaBeouf, which is where I rented the art gallery next to Shia LaBeouf's. I recreated it, shot literally shot for shot, while he was running his gallery. Well, mm-hmm. you, to to say that was when he would put the bag over his head and let oh, people he was come doing all in, the crazy art, 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 art thing. Yeah. 
things. Yeah. I let some people yell at them. Yeah, yeah, I went there the first day and saw that there was a line and was like, this is so stupid. Walking away, noticed that there was a, a gallery next door. Next to it. I, as an art gallery owner, know if someone comes in and goes, I'll pay you way too much money for this space tomorrow. They're going to yeah. give it to you. And so I paid them way too much. Uh, Funnier die thought it was the funniest idea. I was going to recreate the exact exhibit based on photos that were on the internet that night mm-hmm. and then have Jerry O'Connell at the end with a bag <laughs> on his head. And Funnier die was like, absolutely, we're in. And so, and then I did the Space Jam live read with Blake Griffin and DeAndre yeah. Jordan. And so all my things started to sort of pop up and, and then I started writing for- So all your stuff- Basically went viral. Yes, that's crazy. Like right off the bat, which was that's really crazy. Cool. Yeah. yeah, which it's. I mean, don't gloss over that. That's yeah, it crazy. Awesome. <laughs> it was a quick fast. <laughs> that, 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 you know, I yeah. know, but awesome is even an understatement. Yeah, like so, like like yeah. like like one person can, can can strike gold once. Yeah, you know what I mean. But and this was keep, all in like a three month or thing. oil. You struck you struck you strike oil, not gold. You can strike gold. Yeah, can you? Okay, um, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it was that's really crazy. Lucky. It, got, it was it was a good timing thing because it was. I had just got representation at CAA, Rachel, who believed in me, this agent, and she had nothing to show for me, really. She was like, I think he's going to be good. Yeah. And then all within three months, I had these things. So it got me into like a bunch of award show uh, writers' rooms. I ended up, I've been on the ESPYs for five years. Um, like I worked on the Grammys, all the MTV Movie Awards for a few years, and then started to get into like working on Burning Love with Paul Shear and Ken Marino. And oh, then, that was so great. Uh, yeah, thanks. And then yeah. um, a bunch of things like that, just sort of getting in the scene. And, Let and me uh, ask you, uh, back up a little bit. Yeah. Um, do you prefer writing as opposed to being a stand-up? Because yes. I, I, oh, can yes. imagine, I, I can imagine, I can imagine, yeah, like, 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 yeah. like uh, you know, knowing a little bit about you, I don't know you that well, yeah. but you know, you're, you, you kind of like, uh, you've said this on the air that you, uh, you have anxiety issues yes. or something. Uh, I, OCD, yeah. OCD. I can imagine, you know, the, the, the tremendous amount of pressure that it would be for a, a dude like you and you would be, you know, doing the rounds at the comedy store and yeah. the improv and all that. Yeah. And, wow. and the good news is, well, I never did the store cause uh, I just didn't like that place, but okay. I did uh, open mics every, you know, I did more friendly rooms like, um, meltdown and UCB, uh, and then I would go to like the valley to test stuff. How <laughs> like, long did how long did you do Carlos. that for? About three years. Really trying to figure out if I wanted to do it. And then a friend who's now you know obviously very famous, but around the first three months that Kumail had moved here, mm-hmm. I, w- I was doing it pretty regularly out in the valley more to try to get to a better place and people I knew I wouldn't run into and basically going up after like soccer moms. And, uh, <laughs> and, and you I, would kill it? I would kill it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was killing there. Yeah. And I go over to see Kumail who had just moved here and he, he, I had become friends with him quickly and uh, I, within about 30 seconds, was like, I'm not going to do this anymore. Because Kumail was so good. Yeah. And he's still so good. And people don't know him for stand-up, which is a bummer. Um, they should. But, like, he was so... Uh, I was like, oh, he was born to do this. And then I, I was like, oh, I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, immediately yeah. learned. And that's why radio always spoke to me and why I, I did, you know, I worked on Stern a bit and I did wrap up all the time for them. And mm-hmm. those were the kind of things that really spoke to me because I don't have to think about it. Right. It just, like, happens. It's in real time and yeah. it's, you're, you're super witty and quick. Just, and, and then and it just comes to you. It again. Right. Yeah. And that was right. what, that, and it's always fresh and new. How yeah. was that being on Stern? Because it, as, awesome. a, as a radio person, yeah. I mean, he's like, you okay. know, the king. Yeah. yeah, he's no he's the top spot. Yeah, he's he's the greatest and, and he is a huge I mean LA regional radio is huge for me between uh Kevin and Bean and Mark O'Brien and, and the Baker Boys obviously and and uh even like a Lycus or something. Like my dad would listen to it in the car, so I heard only talk radio and saw it as like an art form and really but like Stern when he came over on ninety seven point one here, he was uh you had heard so much about him in New York and then it was just all new and it was just having, and as a battle rapper, having him do the funerals and stuff, I was like, this speaks directly to me. Yeah. Right. And then to later, basically what happened is he heard about the roll call, the thing I did on the Vega Boys. Yeah. And he loves radio like Bean or like I do. Yeah. And 
he wanted to know everything about the roll call. And I had got a call from them that was like, do you want to come on and talk about it to like the news station? I was like, no, because I was basically hiding from Hot Carl for years. Right. And then uh, probably like three months later, I think it ramped up in the in the show and probably in one of their production meetings, they were like, get the kid who won the whole thing. Right. <laughs> and so they, they called me and they were like, do you want to go on and talk to Howard about it? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah I'll do that. Right. And that was the first time I talked about Hot Carl publicly wow. in like seven years. Because you def- definitely want to just keep that skeleton in the oh, closet. It, You're all yeah. like, yeah, put no. it under lock and key, Hot Carl. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. <laughs> yeah, if that I wasn't walked, me. <laughs> if I walked into a writer's room and like I worked at the WWE, I was in the writer's room for Raw, and I remember the first day I walked in, a bunch of people were like, Hot Carl, Hot Carl. <laughs> and I was like, this is a nightmare. Oh my God. Uh, but, but now you embrace it, I would imagine. Uh, yes. Come, come the on, book because, helped. Because I, I mean, not only did the book, but I mean... I mean, if it was crap music, I would I would imagine that yeah. you'd be like, no, but it's no, no. not. It, but also, I know you say that now. It's because that voice that you heard mm-hmm. is pretty much rap everywhere now. <laughs> like, okay. G-Eazy and Mac Miller and, uh, you know, there are... There are hundreds. So of my white my, my, my ears used to that now. Yes. Maybe back in the day, if I was listening to the first time, people weren't yeah, listening like, to it. Why isn't this Beanie Siegel? Right? Yeah, <laughs> you, you would have had a different reaction. But but time has been very good to my music because mm. suburban little Zans and all these things that no longer is credibility. Uh, the only thing they listen to now it's a lot of authenticity. And then even when you're not authentic, it seems like people get put through. But I was always very authentic in my music, and that may have they may have hurt me in 2000. Mm. Yeah. And uh, okay, so Bean and uh, Kevin, Kevin start following you yeah, on Twitter. Become fans of the Twitter. I, I started to say certain things that then they would be like, "Do you mind if I r- rattle off this on the radio? I'll mention your name." Now, were you a fan of the Kevin and Bean show? Yeah, growing up, I was yeah. a huge fan, okay. mostly because my summer camp really was almost like a K Rock sponsored camp. Oh, they, it would just really? like, a real thing. Summer no, camp? well, summer camp is. Oh, but really? I'm saying we would play. <laughs> they would play K Rock like through speakers, and like it was like I, we would know Jed the Fish and everyone because of that. And then I became a fan. And then also like I, had, as a rap nerd, um, I would listen to Jay a lot. Jay Thomas when he was on Power. Mm-hmm. Oh, I but, loved him. But then because of camp. I started to get into Depeche Mode and some other things and, and other, uh, I guess, basically become more alternative in that way because of K-Rock. And so that got me into Kevin and Bean. And, 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 and was it was, like the Jimmy Kimmel, Adam Carolla? No, era? earlier than that. Uh, earlier yeah. than yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Yes, yes, yes. yes. Wow. Absolutely. So you're a long time yeah. Kevin and Bean fan. Well, I mean, you, then, I, then I lost basically the Kimmel stuff. I wasn't necessarily full because I was so Because you're so busy. And, okay. and hip-hop. Oh, and hip-hop, and right. Like that was, I, I would listen uh, incessantly. Yeah. Like, the, like, because my OCD was... I would just was hip hop all day, right? Um, and then, and then as I got older, and I started to be like, I can't just listen to the Last Emperor and rappers you guys don't even know <laughs> my whole life. Uh, then I started to get more into Kevin and Bean, and then got into it over the last five years when we became friendly. So <laughs> it's funny that they would they would because I mean, if you really put it into context, they don't really know Jensen. He, no. He's just some. Oh, no, little, just, she's yeah. just the owner of an art gallery, yeah, and they're like, just, hey, can I, I can I rip off your material? Basically, well, no, they're they, just they, saying they, his they, right. tweets. No, yeah. I know, but they would say we'll give you credit. Uh, yeah. Do you have an example, or do you remember? Any I don't. Of them? I don't. I don't know if any of you guys. Because no, but that's I just hilarious. Remember, I, remember I just find him, that funny. I remember him being like, "Do you mind if we talk about this?" And I was like, "Oh, please, same. It's, a, it's an honor. I guess I could look in my old DMs." Okay, but I would be like, "Oh, it's an honor for you guys to mention." You know, that was how it started. And okay. then he would be like, "Do you want to? Do you want to get on the phone and talk about this?" Yeah. Okay. And so that was where it started. So at the time, if if you remember, were you kind of like, "Ah, oh, you know, this is fun," or? Oh no, I love radio. Okay. Yeah, so, radio. Okay. I was just like, anytime I can get on radio, whether it's the Cosmo station. Or, like, I was doing anything serious would throw my way. Because Sirius used to call me up a lot, too, to do stuff. 
and being like a pop culture aficionado in a way. And um, you also could speak very like eloquently and knowledgeable about something that you just read. Yeah, which is a, it's a, it's a it's a very uh, you know not natural freaking skill to have. It's an, it's it's crazy skill to have. 2013. Okay, is the first. DM I have, which was so fun today. Thanks for having me on. I said, and then Bean wrote, "It was more than our pleasure to have you. You're actually way better at radio than we are." <laughs> uh, so 2013. I don't know. Huh. Interesting. It probably won before that, maybe, but around that. So flash forward four years, you're on the show. I know. And then here's one from two. Here's from a couple days later. Oh no, a month later. Oh, we love this whole story. Oh, Chet. Chet Hayes and I get in a fight that's online. That's what it was. <laughs> so that's later, though. That's not even my first yeah. appearance. Oh, Chet Hayes is Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks' kid, and right. I get in this huge argument online. Right. I'm trying to... And what was it about? It was like, <sighs> rap. What was it about? Rap. It was about rap. I'm an idiot. Because he's Wait, a rapper. I'm, he I'm, is? I'm a total moron. Basically, what happened? I, I, he used to tweet things like, uh, hey, yo, man, there's an open mic coming up on oh, Fairfax. We got, uh, you know, and I'd, I'd just be like, ugh. <laughs> and one time he was like, yo, I just spit fire on this track, blah, 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 blah. And I was okay. like, Tom Hanks is your dad. I just <laughs> retweeted it. And then every time he'd do it, I'd be like, your dad was in Castaway. Your dad was Buzz so, d- d- Did you know of his skill level or anything? Or were you yeah, just, I do, were you just poking? No, I had oh, heard okay. music and I just thought oh, it was... Because okay, okay. I, I like authenticity. Okay. Like now I guess I'm a little less... In, uh, but I mean, at one point I figured... So you're like, you, you can't be a hip hop head if you didn't come from the streets or something like <laughs> that? Kind of like, or struggle no, no, no. Oh, okay. no. Yeah, he was like a fake Be kinda, suburban. Yeah, gotcha. be whatever you want. Okay. Like, just don't make up, like, talk about, you know. So he was he was rapping about drugs and bitches and hoes kind of like yes. thing or whatever, yes. and he's not. Yeah. It was just his, like, accent, like the way he spoke. And oh, he, really? also, he also spoke like he had, he's mimicking Juice or, like, mimicking New Jack City. Like, okay. he was taking gangsters that he saw on television and just basically replicating oh, their voice. This is how I should sound because yes. this is how they do it. Yeah. Just like Muggos. Yeah, just like Muckos. Uh, Muggos and Chet Hayes, possibly the same thing. Possibly never seen them both in the same room. So then, uh, because of your love in radio, obviously you started doing the Get Up On This podcast. Yes. So I did that now 10 years ago, basically around the same time as the hibernation, you know, like really trying to figure out who I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Smith and I had talked. Um, Kevin started having me on his podcast. And Kevin goes, I don't know how you're not in radio. He's mm-hmm. like, I- it's so weird to me. Um, he's like, do you want to put a podcast on our network? I started to do that, and he he on oh, the Smodcast network. Yeah, okay. And he was actually the first dude to sort of start saying like Jensen's into things a week or two before they become very big. And mm-hmm. I had known that from music and stuff growing up, but like he was the first one to be like, this is so stupid. That by the way, how the hell do you do that? I have a really good gauge for like what people will like. Are you on like but but I, I was on, on Spotify? Then, yeah. Are you on like social oh, media yeah, or yeah. how is that, yeah. is that yeah. you, so I you just know it. who to follow and you're like, Oh, that's kinda cool and I think so. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm good at like eighty percent like I'm good at going to a blog, reading a hundred articles and then going that one's good. <laughs> Are you one of those guys like Bean that could read extremely yes. fast and yeah. retain the? Okay, yeah. that's okay. That yeah. makes sense. Bean and is Bean could read an entire eight hundred page book on an airplane ride. It's yeah. crazy. Like it's a two, so funny yeah, when we hours. have authors come in, like, and I give the books to everybody, and Bean's like, "Oh, I read it," and Kevin's like, oh, "I read a chapter. Yeah, I started crazy. it." And so you're one it, of those. As far as I got, I was. I mean, get, you know, having more of a life now, less. But when I, yeah, when I was just very focused on that, it was easy. And then having guests in, I, I, I like interviewing. I appreciate it. I've became front friendly with a lot of the interview people who came in. And then after Kevin's, and then we moved it over to Earwolf, uh, uh, to Scott Ackerman's network, mm-hmm. and uh, started to do it over there. They gave us kind of a different deal because my deal with Kevin was just like, 
I just want a radio show. It wasn't like right. we, it was before podcasts were making money or anything. Yeah. Right. You just uh, I want to do this. Yeah. If this is this. a platform I could do it on and get yeah. it out to people, that's all I care about. And then Kevin and Bean both became avid listeners of the podcast, which was bonkers to me. Right. So they would write me all the time being like, oh my God, that thing that, and almost separately, not knowing that they were really listening. Yeah. And so they became fans. And, that's interesting. Yeah. And that was super nuts for me. Uh, and then over the years, they just kind of kept in touch. And obviously, I started to become a regular on the show. And that was where uh, everything sort of happened. Uh, tell me a little bit about the experience of, uh, you know, Kevin approaching you yeah. and asking you and... Was there any trepidation, yes. you know, coming, you know, I mean, trepidation. not, not that, <laughs> uh, you know, not that you're replacement for Ralph Garman, yeah. but we needed some, some, you know, extra sauce. Yeah. You know? and, and Ralph and I had been friends for a decade. Oh, um, wow. Ralph okay. uh, was also a gallery buyer. Mm-hmm. Our gallery used to be next to Golden Apple Comics. That was his comic book shop. So he started to come in and he would buy tons of art um, from us and then support us on the air as well. He right. Would, and so would Kevin and Bean. And so um, I had known Ralph for a decade. I had used him in comedy stuff I had done before. He was in the Space Jam Live redoing yeah. voices. Um, and so I was a fan, and uh, and I knew when that time came to an end, I wondered if they would ever bring in another person, never mm-hmm. including my own name. Um, and I would never want to necessarily replace or fill the shoes of Ralph, because right. it's, 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 not, it's not something I would ever right. think I'm capable of. Right. Um, and so, you know, I guess it's about eight to ten months later, probably. Yeah. 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 Eight to ten months later, I, I uh, Kevin reaches out to me, asked me a couple questions about the show um, because he knew I was listening. I gave him honest feedback on things. And then he was like, do you want to go to lunch? Because I had went to lunch with him before, I think. And I was like, yeah, I don't care. I'll I'll get tacos. (laughs) So uh, I was working on Drop the Mic at the time. And so I go for my lunch to meet with him. And he starts talking to me about the show and what I think could be added. And I, I, again, no way think it's talking about me. And uh, I go, uh, I, I give him a couple people I think would be good. Uh, Who were they? Uh, well, Brad, I think, is great. And Brad had already done... Williams? Yeah. Okay. And Brad had already done morning radio, and he didn't like yeah, it. So Frisco, it's yeah. kind of a nightmare for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I brought up some people like in my world a bit more like UCB comedy world that no one really knows. Um, and then he was like, well, what if it's you? And I was like, <laughs> uh, I, I guess. <laughs> That's hilarious. And my thing is, is like, I like. Now, but, but, yeah. well, let, me, let me stop you there. Yeah. Is it because, you know, kind of like, you know, every comedian type person has very low uh, confidence? No, is that I think what, I'm good or, at radio. Again, like when trolls bother me on the internet, it yeah. like, doesn't bother me because I'm a battle rapper by trade. Yeah. So like, I, I have high self-esteem. Like you have to have a high oh, okay. confidence in order to battle But rap. then why, do you, why wouldn't you think Kevin would be, you know, interested um, in you or... I don't know. I guess I never saw myself. It, maybe entering. maybe you're, this? you're too hip hoppier. No. no, I think here's what it is. Radio is something I even had said to my wife. I had said is something I would like to get into later, which is probably won't won't be a thing in twenty years. <laughs> but let's say that <laughs> let's radio hope is still here. We in have that years. long. Yes, let's hope we have that long. Yeah. And so I was like, God, in another universe, I've I did. And there's a kid I grew up with who now is no longer in radio, but got into radio right after college and did the Buffalo Stop, and then. When he got to Palm Springs, it was like the dream for him. And okay. I was like, I don't want to be that person. Yeah, That's way to too long of a journey. I can't do it. You can't. I, I, you're, you're, you're a little older or whatever. I'm yeah. Much too old. Yeah. You, there's no way you can do that. You don't yes. have a market of Martin. Totally. No. Yeah. And I couldn't physically do it. So hearing me get the opportunity to go straight to the number one market in the world for it's radio. crazy. And on top of that, the longest running show in Los Angeles. Yeah. I think that a lot of times that fact... Is it's, lost on it's us. It's scary. Because we've yeah. been, you know, I've been here for, you know, over 15 years. Jeez. But yeah, from an, from somebody who's an outsider coming in brand new, that's that's crazy. It's nuts. Yeah. And it's, it's very, like, that's the dream scenario that 
and and I guess I just never put that together. I never. I, it wasn't like Brad had all this radio uh, experience. experience, but I just sort of thought to myself, I never just put myself in that equation. And then when I thought about, at first, I was like, well, that's not something I could do. And then it took me. And then and then Kevin at the time was like, why don't you think on it? Um, okay. He's like, because the whole team's thrilled. To so have when to think even about he it. brought it up, you're like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know. really. And I had to go talk to my wife, and there was a bunch of things about getting up in the morning or what our lifestyle was going to be. We want to start a family, things like that. Mm-hmm. That I didn't, and also like I was taking so many writing jobs, and they, they pay very well. It's not that. It's just there's a lot of them, and it's not conducive for. Um, like a family. Right. So like uh, I wrote on Sasha Baron Cohen's show and that took me out into Washington, D.C. for two months or, it, you know, like, and then that was off and on. Sasha would cancel a date and it was like, oh, now I don't have any. <laughs> so then there's the ESPYs, which is three months, or I did the Mass Singer, which we'll be yeah, talking about need, a lot, I need, think. Yeah, so. <laughs> like those, I, I was just picking up every writing job that I that I liked. Yeah, so you, need a, you need a routine. Yeah. Yes, you know, and, totally. and Drop the Mic, which is a show I'm lucky to have on TBS and now TNT, is um, it's it's three months of a year, mm-hmm. and it, it it's just I, I want to have something that's steady, right? And that's almost impossible in comedy. Oh yeah. And so when this came up, it was to sit down with Danielle and want and really think about if this is something I wanted to do. And within about fifteen hours, I was like, I think I'm going to do this. Wow. Uh, and so that was uh, that was kind of the thought process, and so- and also seeing where I fit in. I really, as much as I had listened, I. For the next two months, which Kevin and Bean um, were, or mostly Kevin, was involved in that process, which was me writing to him saying, I listened to this today. I, listen- I, I mean, I really... So, so, so tell me, so tell me a little bit that because I'm really interested in, uh, you know, because I have a lot to do with behind the scenes, yeah. how, how things get brought up on the air. Yeah. What from you know somebody listening, an outsider, you know, uh, listening in, what are some of your notes at that time? Yeah. Well, at that time, I thought that there was some derailment that could happen more often. Um, I thought that um, there was a missing wild card to an mm. extent that um, I thought as a radio fan, there's sometimes where Kevin and Bean, who are well known for being structured, I thought that there was some worth in like pulling the tracks off. Right. No, I, I agree. Because sometimes it, it just sounds too formulaic. There's not. No, no, for sure. It's, it, I mean, yeah, don't yeah. get me wrong. I mean, it's still Coca Cola. I've always said the Kevin and Bean. There will never be a sauce better than the Kevin and Bean sauce. No. That chemistry. Yeah. You know, when one's on vacation and somebody else is filling in, that sauce is different. Yes. Do you know what I mean? The yeah. Kevin and Bean sauce is the number one sauce of all time. Yes. You know what I mean? But I, so so I get you. However, with that said, that sauce can use a little, you know, some extra because ingredients. Because a lot of yeah. magic for that sauce comes from things you didn't predict. Absolutely. And I thought that the show, uh, at least in the last three months that I had listened, I'd listened to intensely yeah i had thought that there was not enough uh what is going on here and 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 as dumb as it is because i didn't plan doing the home improvement thing and it becoming a thing Mm -hmm. but also like we we stopped talking about whatever was being said and we talked about the home improvement voice for two minutes and now people uh, now it's used a lot yeah which was great because i remember that when that that bit happened yeah you're racing to get it i'm racing to get it because i was like jensen's right because i was religious yeah Yeah. i I knew i was like god damn it and i was like play it play it play it and and i think kevin and bean are known for that absolutely and i think that over the past year mostly because of just all the chaos and things that have been happening at the station and things like that. Maybe they were just like, let's not get through it at all because they were still killing. Yeah. But it was like, I think they were like, well, we know this is going to be, we know this sauce is good. And this is going to work. And I wanted to come in and be like, yeah, the sauce is very good. But also like, Here's some mayo and yes. just like throw it on things. Right. Also, good metaphor. You're for the me. sriracha. I'm very, <laughs> white. Sriracha. No, I'm very white. I'd like to keep mayo in the so- uh, in the sauce. And so I I just immediately thought 
to him, and he loved hearing that. Bean loved hearing that. I think they both were like, yes, that that is true. I think you bringing up... And also they knew that like me bringing in sort of my weird internet sense would help right. the show in that way, which is, um, you know, like when Travis Barker came in and being able to sort of talk to him about tattoos. Yeah, because you just knew about I that stuff, I just know that stuff, right. because that's a tattoo sort of, head. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm a tattoo head. Right. And because <laughs> Instagram is like, within the last few years, has really made tattooing this like art form more mm-hmm. than ever before. Right. Um, and more so, than Kat Von D. That's right. So, like, even you know, more than that. And so, <laughs> um, I, like those kind of things they knew I brought to the show. And then also, I was very much into the idea of derailment. That's awesome. That's so he, a, he's a I'm wild a, card who needs know, to be dealt you're... with. That's <laughs> that's Jensen. I'm, yeah. I'm always I'm, I'm always always about, about that silliness, about that you know, just like let's see what can happen. You yeah. know, what I mean, I love that that unpredictability yeah. factor. I I'm hate all you guys. about that. I'm all about that. <laughs> I hate you guys. Yeah. As a producer, I need um, to be like, eh, come back in, come yeah. back in. Like I like reel it in. Like come I on. was happy I brought in that weird fat Joe invisible oh, yeah, train. It's amazing, thing. but it like didn't stick. No one like it's fine. I love the segment, but it's like, but then you bring in the guy who does the fast food reviews, and now the disappointment thing gets you all the time yeah review bra I, a review bra i love the idea of bringing something and being well that one didn't work yeah and then bringing another one and then accidentally saying something and it forever being sticks yeah and that yeah. those are the things that oh, like two oh h2 and those are the things that like <laughs> to me mean more for my involvement yeah. because i'm not just coming in to like be another voice i'm right. coming in with a purpose and i wanted to have a job and i wanted to do something different than ralph because i wanted to honor his time on the show right um and i didn't i'm not a, necessarily a voice guy at all and and i didn't want to well you got kermit down well clearly <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a lifetime voice that's something i practiced 39 years on uh and so like i want i didn't want to pretend to be someone else i wanted to come in and do my own thing no, and if, for sure if it works it works um be as honest as possible because yes. I think this will be fun. Yes. Okay. I want your first impressions as from all people of us. Or as pe- no, as as uh, oh, we could do both. We <laughs> could do both because I think like, people probably is well, better. Do people? Because I like everything you're doing. I, I, okay. I did like. I mean, I've understood beer mug more since since being around him. Okay. Because a lot of times too, when you're as a listener, you're sort of like, oh, this is a bit. Um, and then realizing it's not a bit, you're like, oh, that's awesome. That's like, really beer mug. And it's about yeah. But there's nobody more beer mug than beer, beer mug. mug. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't necessarily fake it, but yeah. you learn that later. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess, <laughs> I guess with Omar, <laughs> in the first in the first meeting, I think we've hooked up with the same person once. What? what? We Did hooked we? up a comedian. A comedian. Someone had hinted it to me. Oh wait, it was said there out was loud? something. What was that? Uh, like hookup, hookup, or like I thought. No, not hookup, hookup. Okay. We uh, had worked uh, with some. We okay. had worked with somebody. Yeah. Was okay, got it. I was no, like, I've, been, I, I've, been, I've been with my wife this. since uh, <laughs> we're high school sweethearts. But I didn't know if there was like yeah. a break. I didn't know anything. No, someone, no. Had, someone had hinted towards it, and I was like, oh, oh, and Omar, you got to out there going ahead. And then I was like, oh, what are you saying? No. We're Omar's not. getting a little strange on the side. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were an outing. No. Moment. Like, yeah, oh I delete that one. And so, and so, this is a long old story That's for funny. me. Obviously, I'm now married and yeah. in love. Uh, and so, I was like, oh God, did he? I was like, oh man, I thought that he had like honed in on this weird story and been like, like oh, I thought no. we had like a, a beef. Not a beef, oh. but I thought that you were like, oh, I guess he's that guy or something. Oh. Uh, so, Omar, wow. But then I realized quickly that's not at all it. <laughs> and hilarious. I had known Dave forever. So that's not, I yeah. mean, I'd known him as a producer forever. And then with Beer Mug, I, I guess I came in sort of thinking it's like a loud bit. Mm. And then being like, oh, it's not at all. No. That's great. Yeah. He could tone it down in the meetings and stuff. When my, be. Not really with me. Yeah. It's been fine. Oh, really? Yeah. My, my favorite thing uh. Beer Mug has done since I've come on the show, and I, I have I told this story to my wife, and I love it so much, is he gets banned from his softball league. <laughs> 
And he goes to do this judge thing yeah. where like he goes into whatever. And so he at first they were like, oh, is it good? Is the story good? So he goes and tells uh, Kevin in another room. Kevin comes by, goes, it's beautiful. I go, great. So they set up the segment and <laughs> they come. he comes in. Do you know what I'm going to say? He com- I think so. You come in and they go, so what happened? And you go. I went in and the judges looked at me and they and I go, Beer monk, stop. 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 Wait, yeah. Hold on. Yeah. What what is the room? Are there three judges in it? What are the judges like? Who are these people? Wow, hold on. I had uh, to paint that so I heavy. can defend Beer Mug there yes. because every time Beer Mug comes in, it's usually the we opposite. Tell them to shorten it up. Yeah, it's it's the well guys, you know, I drove down to Sepulveda <laughs> and uh, I went to the, the I opened the door yeah. and Zanku didn't give me enough garlic sauce. Yeah. I went back Back to Zanku. Uh, and so I, I, but I, that was my favorite one because it was like, you can see his excitement and enjoyment in telling a story and like his, his excitement because he knows where the payday is. And I was just like, hold on. And as a listener, I, as a listener of the show, I felt like it was the first time I could be like, oh, beer mug, tell me about the room. <laughs> like I finally got to do it in person, which was great. Nice. Yeah. Funny. That was my first like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> and then Omar, I've been blown away by i've said it on the air a hundred times like i've worked with and this isn't really blowing smoke up your Mm -hmm. butt like i swear but i've worked with engineers and content producers before but never in my life have i been able to go like uh it has to go like (laughs) and then i leave and then it's exactly that when it comes in it's it's thanks bonkers i I appreciate that that's a huge compliment and uh, you know what uh take the i'll take take the moment and uh, thank kevin and bean for actually uh, believing me believing in me because like uh, yeah they told me that you basically lied when you came yeah totally absolutely 100 percent lied but my attitude was like, no, I can do it. And, you know, I was able to actually learn on the job, which yeah. is crazy. Because I had emailed them, like, after probably, like, a week or two, and I was like, I've watched Omar do this, and it's very creepy. Uh, he's very good at it. And they were like, oh, you have no idea. Uh, he pretended to know what he was doing. Uh, and the fact that he's conquered it so much. Yeah, it's crazy. It is nuts. So, um, and you also, uh, not, I don't know if you've talked about this on B-Team, uh, you are given things that, as a rapper who's recorded on... Uh, programs before it's like it's like running a race with one leg oh the gear like the gear you're, <laughs> he dr- okay so i came in to do a rap for um the candy, candy corn, corn thing yeah. yeah and i realized as i'm putting down the lyrics i'm noticing there's a delay the vocals are delayed on the beat and i was like what is that he goes oh i have to then place it mm-hmm. so basically i rap over a beat he then takes the vocals moves it back into this pl- i was like where it's supposed to be yeah. so yeah. stupid yeah by the yeah. way that this is our new studio cla- this was K-Rock, by classic the way. yeah like oh everything's gonna be better it's nope. A, yeah. But that doubles the time. Yeah. At yeah. least. Yeah. yeah. Well, he has nothing going on. That's so. all good. <laughs> you know, over the years, over the years, I've gotten better at it. And yeah. it's it's one of those things that, uh, you know what? You're right that I should, you know, complain or whatever, but I it's never going to get done. You know what I mean? Sure. So, and I don't that, know. That's, I don't that's know. mostly all of us. We're like, well, we should. Uh, we just, put in uh, tickets. We just do it. We put in tickets yeah. and, you know, I mean, six stations. You know, yeah, yeah. Six, stations, six, stations, six stations. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been wanting when Kevin or Bean are out of town. The th- oh, well, especially Kevin. Uh, when Kevin and I are at the show with Allie alone, I-, I miss the drops because Kevin is a little more engineer based and he's yeah. not necessarily thinking that way. And yeah. he-, he does he has a different process than Bean does. Yeah, and I miss the drops. So I've been saying I can start it and start setting it up to get those together. And it's and basically they're like, okay, so in a year we're going to give you the machine. <laughs> well, I have an update for you. Okay, I have an update because the request has been put in. Okay. And 
we won't have it by the second. That's That's so crazy, man. Uh, Let me ask you, um, how's your body? How's your sleep schedule? Because I know for me, uh, it was tough going for the first three years. uh, And in the first three years, I gained like 35 pounds. (laughs) Well, that's where I'm at. (laughs) That's my one issue so far is that I've put on about seven pounds since I started. How? We haven't even been eating here. It's not about that. Oh, really? It's it's about time-wise. Okay, a couple things. One, to address sleeping. Uh, I have a wife who, if given her own um, thought, she would just go to sleep at 6.30 every night. So it's a blessing because yeah. I, we go to sleep about 8.39 now and oh. she's thrilled. Oh so God. And then I wake up and I have no... I, I mean, you're, it's, good. you're it's, ready to go. Yeah, it sucks because I have to catch up on news pretty much when I wake up, mm-hmm. like, sports and all those things. Uh, but I'm fine with the sleep. And wow. I think, and Kevin has written me before and been like, it's creepy that it doesn't bother you because uh, it doesn't. Then... As far as gaining weight. So what happens is I don't eat, which is very weird mm-hmm. for your show, because I think any other show eats. That's, you know, well, well, I don't no, know we, why we, those people don't eat. Yeah, you guys. What do you mean? Like, don't I eat? always eat my snacks and stuff. You they know? don't eat at you all. Know why? Yeah, they, don't, they don't eat at all. No. Because yeah. we don't eat until, like, either we get breakfast with the show or we go home. But that is weird. It is weird. Like, Someone you should, should eat, eat it. Yes, yeah, so you should well, eat it well, every yeah, couple of hours. Yeah, we should, but... Like, dude, like I do because that's normal. Yeah, no, but one you, even, no, one, no one even brings in a bar. Yeah, no. Here, here's what's weird because well, here's why. Here's at least for myself. Here's why I go to bed at midnight or one a.m. So stupid. And then no, because there's too much to to miss out on. Uh, and and I, I love that, watching. That's sports. why he's really sharp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, so then I get up and you know at four I don't have time to prep do anything, and I come and you know I do my go- my job here and then I go and have lunch or dinner or whatever it is at like four or five and then I eat dinner. You're and eating then, once a day. Twice. twice. What's the day. other one? What? Uh, it, it's usually eat around three to four, and then at like eight or nine. Huh. Yeah. Have you put on? You put on some weight, put a lot from, of weight from, from when you started. Yeah, right? I put yeah. a lot of weight. Yeah, I had yeah, to. But it's also because but I also sit here. Pick, but don't you also pick bad food? Uh, n- not not so much now. But back in like when we first started, I would work like twelve hour days and yeah. just eating McDonald's, McDonald's and stuff yeah. like that. Like, yeah. Uh, not, you know, it was just it, I just sit there and like. Yeah, I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. I can't believe that the sleep thing doesn't bother you. No, that is bizarre. I actually kind of like it. You know, I hate my wife is when my 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 wife is like opposite of yours. Yeah. She doesn't go to sleep till ten ten thirty, and she hates the fact that I want to go when I want to go sleep at at nine. Oh. She's like, "Come on, don't you want to?" I was like, "No, I don't want to watch Modern Family. I'm ready to go sleep." No, you know, it's my, crazy. I'll, I'll we'll wake up and realize we went to sleep at seven thirty. She will stand up and just high five me repeatedly. <laughs> That's like, crazy. It's, it's, she's so happy. It's, uh, it's so awesome. dream. Well, see, I have to watch the eleven o'clock news just to know what's going on. Awesome. Uh, well, we'll get it eventually on the show. But my wife is a very odd bird, and it probably is because of her childhood being on television. But if she never saw television again, or heard the news again, or found out anything for the rest of her life, she would be thrilled. Well, She's a nihilist. So. Well, yeah, I'll tell you this. The news isn't good. Like, no, it's, no, it's, it's depressing. Care if it's there, news. There's, there's never anything I watch and go... Oh, that was nice. Yeah. Or like that was. I'm glad I know this now. No, there, it is. It, but even beyond that, just like she likes going to Clippers games and it likes watching basketball. But if yeah. she never got to watch basketball again, she also has this weird thing where if like the movie's an hour and a half and she's after 30 minutes, like this movie's good. We but, could, we could leave if you want. Uh, what? Like, doesn't doesn't what? need to you see, the, see end. the end. No, doesn't like we like we'll watch a TV show. Lo- she'll love three episodes. It's like a 13 episode season. She's like, that's enough. That's great. I love it. What? Like it, I saw it. I yeah, get it. It's yeah. so insane. That's yeah. Who it's does crazy. that? But that shows you going to sleep early. It's a similar thing. Oh, that's which is hilarious. Just like, no, I'm done. I'm done with my day. Yeah, 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 just high let's fives. go. Yeah. yeah. So, well, yeah. Does she get I don't know. 
I think, what? Does she get up early? Yes, she absolutely. Does? Yeah. Wow. She gets. I mean, she gets up probably about forty five minutes after me. That's the one thing that I love about this job. Yeah. Is that you do your first job, and then you have the, the rest of, of the day to do whatever other side project you have going absolutely, on. Yeah. So that's one, the one thing I love about the schedule. Yeah. Uh, Drop yeah. the mic comes back on air January twenty third, and I don't have to do anything for it at least till like March or April. Nice. So like that whole time is open. I'm doing something now with Ken Jong and mm-hmm. Shaquille O'Neal, which <laughs> takes up some time but not a ton. It's great because I get to juggle both, but I'm having the most fun here. Cool, man. So yeah. it sounds like the first couple of months are a thumbs up. You're having thumbs a good time? Up. Yeah, you can bring me in when I'm way more jaded and <laughs> uh, that's 45 yeah, pounds yeah. heavier. We're going to bring you back again in a couple of months, yeah. and then I want to know the, like, the real truth. Like, all right, who's bugging Yeah, I'm like, Danielle like, goes to sleep at 11 now. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't have my drop machine guy. Yeah, no, that's yeah. going to that's well, gonna be that's the case. Sure yeah. happening. Like, that's, I'm playing it off my phone. Yeah, that's clearly happening. Well, thanks, man. We're you know definitely glad you're part of the team. Thanks, we all love guys. having you. We're, we think yeah. you're a great addition to the show. Thanks for coming on the B-Team podcast. Absolutely. And we're very low men on the totem pole. No, no, you know no. you're, the, you're the B plus team. To me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jensen. Thank you. Oh yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Tired. So that was good having Jensen on. I'll get a little insight of uh, how uh, it is to be a new employee here on the Kevin and Bean Show and the world famous K Rock. Thanks for listening to the B team. Keep those emails coming in. Omar at krock.com. Don't email Dave or Beer Mug because they never <laughs> uh, read them. And also call the uh, Afro Line 323-520-AFRO. When it works. The B team. Yeah. The B team. The B team. Oh, that's right. The B team. Baby. Baby. All right, uh, we all we all know this is a long episode already. Um, I do have a bonus track. I'm gonna ask Dave and Beer Mug if they want to roll with this and do it, or we could not do it. Or drop, um, drop it in, uh, or drop it in. Yeah, if you guys want to drop it in. All right, what is it? What is this? It? Is Federalizzi introduces Black Christmas. This is that uh, when we did that, that that one year we did Black Christmas, and this is him introducing his song. Hmm. Let's see. Well, I feel refreshed from sleeping in. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think I'm good to go with, with, with listening to it. What do you guys think? Mugs? Yeah, let's listen to it. I'm tired. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like you were going to say Are something else. Are we done? So It's been a long show. It was a long show, man. But All right, I... happy dollar. Happy Hanukkah, Bean. And, uh, happy holidays. <laughs> happy holidays to you. Did you say happy dollar? Happy, happy dollar. Ho- <laughs> uh, uh, uh.